You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Jesus. I need to redo that. That just caught me. A little, a little hot. A little hot in that one. Coming in hot. Yeah, I think that is like a, just a little bit hot. Okay, let's try this again. You are now listening That's to the better. Inner Circle yeah. Podcast Network. Coming to you live from the dinner's den. <laughs> Crushing it. <laughs> no, leave it in there. Leave it uh, in there. <laughs> do something with the bear. Do something with the bear. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Don't say bear den, though. You are now listening. No bear den. <laughs> Deal. This is the best intro so far. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Coming to you live from a little river, the Saskatchewan River is what it's called, in Jasper, Canada. Bears are active in these areas. It's failing Hollywood. They're coming for you. I'm your host, Mikey T, and I am with a rumble-tumble bear-fighting bunch here. We got Mr. G-Money in the house, and we also got... P-Money, Peter. <laughs> P-Money. All my friends call me P-Money. P-Money. Yeah. No, everyone likes to call him Little Petey. No one calls him Little Petey. Yeah, returning for a third third time? Third time? Third time. Third time. Third time. Third timer. So what did we say? After a third time, you're no longer a guest. You're a co-host. So welcome oh. to the ranking of, <laughs> Thank of you. failing Hollywood co-hosts. I think we got to raise that up. I don't want Peter being a co-host. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Uh we're talking. We got a jam-packed uh, Nick Cage. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're not going to do a Nick Cage episode. We will talk a little bit about Nick Cage. We'll knock a few off the list towards the end. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, we're we're here to talk um, movies and stuff. We need to get a little palate cleanser because the Nick Cage stuff is just coming on a little bit hard. Um, Dude, it's it's. I'm I'm pushing sixty, sixty movies. I can't see. I, <laughs> Like I said, I took. I'm like stuck at 48 right now. It's like right before 50, just because of a movie that I can't make it through. But I'm I'm getting close. And with my new job, it's crazy that. Uh, here's here's. How oh yeah yeah yeah. You were you were you were telling me about this in text. So what are you doing now? Um. So for all of you at home that don't know what's going on, we were at the midst. Of Amidst, 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 in the amidst. mist, in the mist, the mist of <laughs> a crazy strike in Hollywood. If you haven't been watching the news and shit, but not only are the writers striking, but the SAG is striking yes. too. That's yep. the actors for all mm-hmm. of you. And I think we got a little group next week getting together. That I think we might bring in. Oh, there might be three SAG actors that might come in at the same time Ooh. to talk about. Stuff. They got a lot of free time right now. Oh, I, I'd like yeah. to make that one, but that's. I'm not expecting to. Oh, you might not. That's yeah, I'm right. gonna be gone uh, Monday through Thursday. Yeah, at least Monday through it. Thursday. I'm trying to make it back by Friday because there's supposed to be a IFSI, SAG, uh, WGA solidarity march uh, at Warner Brothers. Oh man, you, God, Paul Shears party. I know. It was I... so much fun. Uh, that was so. It was. It was basically just like the Liftgate tailgate event. Um, but a little bit bigger and they did it. I'm taking some notes from it cause I'm going to take home, but they had free beer. They had beer pong. Why didn't we have beer pong set up? They had beer <laughs> pong set up. It seems obvious. There was sight. actress that had an also out was there. Mm-hmm. The, the dude, the, the chicks from oranges, the new black were there. Yeah. I guess they're still relevant. Captain oh, they Janeway. 
who? Oh, <laughs> the uh, who's the old Russian cook? Oh no, not her. Puse was there. Uh, she's and, the only one I would have wanted. And Natasha, <laughs> what's her face? Poker face was there. Uh, oh, um, uh, or poker was it? Poker face. I would have only wanted to meet Captain Janeway. There were a couple. There were a couple. Star big Trek ads. Voyager. Yeah, Paul Shear was there too. Oh, uh, I know, I know. But some of their raffles was like, uh, uh, really good. Fuck, what's the guy? What's the guy that's like? What's? Oh my god, it's I'm blanking right now. I can't even describe him. He was in that British show as the white American that like went to work in the office, uh, in like britain and leeds oh i got family in leeds what the fuck is that show i don't no. even know i have no, no idea oh my god man people at home are like oh it's this dude <laughs> david cross oh oh oh, david, oh, oh you're cross. talking about uh, the increasingly bad decisions of todd margaret oh but yeah yeah yes. yeah, yeah that's with it. with yes. david cross will arnett like yes. that's a great fucking show yes yeah. it's so yeah. weird it's so niche right so some of the some of the raffle prizes there was like but david cross was there uh, he wasn't there, but oh, some of the yeah. raffle prizes was like was like smoke a joint with Woody Harrelson in his new dispensary, Ooh. or there, like or there was there was um, do a pub crawl with David Cross, Holy and I was like, shit. okay, there's some pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> there was like a have dinner with your favorite filmmaker, and they had like a list. Like it wasn't like crazy. Like Spike Jones was like one of the biggest names on the list. It was mm. like, all right, I mean, I, no, I would have done pub crawl, David Cross, David Cross, yeah. all of them. Dude, I'm yeah. a big David Cross fan. And like I, I've tried to get tickets to see him in, in concert like two or three times now, and every time it's either like sold out or just doesn't line up with my schedule. Like yeah. I love David Cross. Yeah. Oh, oh, there was one that was Paul Shear will come to your fantasy draft and help you with draft your team, <laughs> which is a fantastic one. Like the yeah. guy from the league is yeah. gonna come to your fantasy draft and help you draft uh, your yeah. I feel like he must know just everything about that just from playing a character that knows. I know. You know? <laughs> but so, see see when you were saying Paul Shear and I actually saw a couple of pictures of people that were there that got pictures with Paul Shear. And I always think about that thing where it was like, what would you say that you were a big fan of theirs without it being too fucking obvious? And I think the league is too obvious, whereas I probably would have gone with say, like N T and N S S C I F V R C V. Oh yeah. Yo, you know what you should here's here's what you go up to Paul Sheer and say. You say, um, Oh, I loved you as the waiter on Fresh Off the Boat. Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> that I would have said really it. a deep cut. I would I would <laughs> I worked on it. So that I've worked oh. with him on it, and I propped him up as a waiter. And I was this close to being like, "Do you remember me? I propped you up as the waiter." Why didn't you do that? Because <laughs> I didn't know if it was a deep cut or not. <laughs> I'm sure he would have been fine with it because I was like, I could have acted like I'm more offended that he didn't remember me than yeah. he oh, would yeah, have been to play that character. Turn it around on him. I know. <laughs> See, I, I think I would have also said I would. I loved him as Rob Corddry's brother on children's hospital as a <laughs> as a, um, a they always refer to each other as men of color but they're just like clowns yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so stupid but it was good there was also like prizes like there was a i, I put a bunch of tickets in because there was a three night uh luxury stay at uh, mammoth mountain mm. like oh, like cool. a beautiful house or whatever and then there was like oh there was like there was uh $500 Patagonia gift card, a $500 REI gift card, and a $500 some other outdoor company. I put a bunch into that one too. Um, I was going to, I didn't realize that they were doing the um, David Cross one so early because they did it before all the rest of them. Otherwise, mm. I would have put the tickets in. And the way they did it, if you're an IA member, 
They IATSE for all you people at home, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stagehands. I don't remember what the last one is. Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, in entertainment. I don't know. Well, anyways, yeah. if if you showed that or your Teamster card, you got six free tickets. And each ticket, like you pay a Ooh. ticket, you get a free pizza. Like you pay one ticket, Pretty you get good. a free beer. Um, you pay a ticket, the tickets also you use for the raffle. So, I. I found out a trick too. I, I, I want to say like I, they're raising money for my health care for IA's healthcare fund. So I'm yeah. only screwing myself, by the way, <laughs> by doing this. Uh, I found out later on it's like oh, all the boxes. It said at the bottom suggested donation, one ticket for each of these. So like I'd go over and be like, I'll take two beers, please. One ticket. <laughs> this is for my health. Yes, yeah, like going for my health care. <laughs> All the money comes back, but then people who aren't I, it's five dollars per ticket, and they have to buy the yeah. tickets and did that. So like, Jackie didn't go, but she like made the reservation for me because we didn't realize we kids weren't allowed. Can't bring the baby. She's like, all right. So they went and they're like, oh, Jackie's not here. I was like, no, nah, she's not. She's like, here. Here's another six tickets. Go crazy. And I was like, oh, I will. <laughs> so I went there, and then Fishbone was playing. I'm not like 50, so it doesn't matter as much to me. <laughs> That's probably a low blow, actually. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have said Gen that. Xers out there, rise up. Yeah. But I, I ate well. I drank well, and I put a bunch of raffles in. And I Did you win anything? I didn't win shit. Oh. Not like ours, where everybody that put in won something. Dude. We found out from the tailgate event also uh, there was five extra that didn't claim their prizes, so we did a secret raffle for like five more people, and we respun the names. And it took us like two hundred. Uh, oh, no, that's what it, it took us like. It probably took us like twenty names to find somebody that didn't already get pulled because we didn't want. Yeah. It would only win once. <laughs> yeah. So it took us like 20 names to pull that didn't get already get pulled. And then they got a surprise email. Surprise! You could win some gel blasters. Do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you talked about your tailgate yet on here? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think so. Probably because no. we were talking about Nick Cage so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. I threw a pretty banging party. Over 600 people showed up to it. Boom. Yeah. Biggest party I've ever thrown. Um, it was all property. All props people, yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. where were you? Uh, you know, I was at home crying, wishing I, I was in props. <laughs> I, I, I took two extra. Uh, I reserved two extra people that said two extra people were going to come with me because I thought Peter and Sky were. Sky couldn't come because she was getting ready for the, the Rose Bowl flea market. And then Peter was like, I don't know, I'd feel weird. Is she going to the SDSA event though? That pe- like the SDSA event where at History for Hire where decorators are pawning off like all their shit. She was talking about it. I, I or she had mentioned something about it, but I don't know if she's going. I, I don't know if she even really knows about it. I'm throwing a lot mm. around a lot of like acronyms here too. I, mean, <laughs> I, I probably should like I GTFO, dude. <laughs> BRB. <laughs> the Set Decorator Society of America. She's oh. not going to the Set Decorator Society of America. <laughs> I don't know because they were doing something like that at um, Omega, and she wanted to go, and then it just didn't line up with. I I think she couldn't go because of. Rose Bowl again. Yeah. Which... This is an event, especially what she's doing. <laughs> I know. It's made for that. But anyways, our party, uh, yeah, we, I just wanted to sh- throw a tailgate party because no prop masters are working, and we have a spot where we keep all of our trailers, and we open the backs up. At, and I, like, at ISS, at Independent ISS. Studio Services, in, the largest studio services. Prop, largest independent prop house in the United States. Yeah, in the United States, um, in, in the world, I think. I think is it's it the, world? the world. I think it's, it's hu- the world. Dude, it's humongous. Yeah. yeah. Hand prop. So 
it's for everybody to come out and open their trailers and just barbecue off the trailer. So that was the pitch. That was the initial pitch. I was like, hey, like owner yeah. of ISS, Greg Bilson's his name. Good dude. I said, hey, if I wanted to like hit up everybody who has a trailer here and invite them to just come and barbecue off their back mm-hmm. of their trailer since no one's working, what do you think about that? He's like, I think that's a fantastic idea. You do that, and I will give you resources of anything you need here. And I was like, great. I just think we should barbecue off the back of the trailer, but great. Um, <laughs> it got a lot bigger than that. No, it's like, hey, can you just give me the emails of all the people? With So that's where it started. So I got the emails of everybody who had a trailer there. 53 people, by the way, 53 trailers. I sent out an email to all of them Which thinking. there's never 53 trailers No, there, there's no. usually like 20, if that. Because uh, they're all out on jobs, even during like winter break, like Christmas break. Yeah. Those trailers, if you're Stay shooting at jobs. Warner Brothers, the trailer stays at Warner Brothers. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe like five will reply or something mm-hmm. like that. Because, I mean, it's if it, it felt when you're apply, doing one of those emails and you're adding 54 people to it or, or yeah. whatever, it feels yeah. very spammy. Yeah. You know you're what like, I mean? You're just getting, like, they're going to look at this and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is so this then, a scam? So Forward I, this I, to three other prop masters for good luck for I the know. year. <laughs> so I sent it out and then... I started getting like a lot of replies, like, "Oh, yep, I'll be there. I'll do it. I'll, yeah. Yes, I'll do it." Then they started making jokes, like, "Well, I'm only going if Tim Wiles comes and he brings his popcorn machine." He's like, "You goddamn right." And they started <laughs> like, "Here, if I get this email, I might reply to it and say I'll do it, but I'm not going to hit reply all. They're replying all like crazy because <laughs> they're bored out of their fucking minds." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, whoa, whoa, you guys are like blowing up everybody's inbox right now." And, and they're I, like, "We love it." Yeah. <laughs> like that's how it usually so is. So they're all showing up for it. Then I start getting emails from like the sponsors and stuff for like the Property yeah. Masters mm-hmm. Guild, and they're like, "Oh, well, we want a tent, and we want a tent, and we want a tent." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And then they started like sponsors started being like, "Here, can we give you an Xbox to raffle?" It's like. Uh, an X- okay. Yeah, <laughs> two Xboxes. We got an S series and an X series. Which Grand I <laughs> won the X series. By the way, it was it was first come first serve. I got. I knew the money was going to probably like the Prop Masters Guild or something yeah. like that. So I was like, I'll get. It was a. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty good raffle either way. I'm signing up even if it's. But not. it was like it was like twenty dollars for ten tickets, and I had twenty on me, and I was like, all right, I'll get ten tickets. I didn't even think anything of it because I never fucking win this sort of shit. And then I went over just to hear, like, because there was a contest to see, you know, who had the best trailer, who had the most organized trailer, who had the most unique yeah. trailer. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to see who was going to win that, even though I, I, I got so distracted because yeah, I kept running voted. into people. I know. We, I, we have a we have to do a thing next year where we get we're going to give everybody a card that has the thing. Yeah, if there was a physical in. card, I know. I, yeah. I think it will make it more. Because I, I wish I'd done that, checked out more people's trailer. Yeah. Um, but um, so I'm just standing there. And they're like, and the first person to win is, and they were having a kind of a hard time getting it going. Yeah. And they're like, okay, just give us a second. We're yeah. getting this going. Okay. They keep, keep uh, pulling your name and they keep going away. They're like, no, oh, no, not great, not great. No, and then I'm like half paying attention. I've been drinking all day. Yeah. And uh, like tequila and beer, like whatever was like, they're like, oh, you guys are handing out tequila. I'll take some of that. The good stuff, the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they we're go, actually still drinking the leftover. Yeah, it was leftover <laughs> beer. And yeah. then they go, uh, Grant Hyde immediately, like I was caught me so off guard. I was like, "Oh, oh, it's me, that's me." I'm like waving, and then like I don't know instinctively, I just started like putting my hand in the air and going, "Woo, woo, (laughs) go get your prize." (laughs) And then I went over to the tent and I was like, "So what? What do I pick?" And they're like, "Anything in here?" And I was like, 
what about that Xbox? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, you can have that. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, do you want the better one? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, give me the better one. one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick it up off the ground yet. Yeah, and, the one terabyte <laughs> Series X, yes, I will take that. And I didn't even know what to do, so I'm just like carrying it around for like five minutes be like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, uh, can I put this on your trailer? He's like, do you, need a- you have a locker on the trailer, I think. <laughs> put it in there. <laughs> I know. It just it felt like. It felt like I, I did something wrong. I know. And I was being rewarded for well, it. Well, this is the thing. We, we got, we, we recalculated because people stopped, they gave us Roombas, yeah. gel blasters, wow. uh, Samsonite full luggage sets, nomadic mm. luggage sets. Like, we got so much tequila, a whole bunch of shit. Mm. We calculated it was over $13,000 worth of gifts, uh, like, just wow. donated to us from various companies well i want a cotopaxi backpack which is awesome oh, i'm nice. a big outdoor see i'm a big outdoors guy you start to see it coming in cotopaxi shit's good shit but see somebody brought it up was that like these um companies they have to give away a certain amount of stuff they and it's do. been so slow this year that they haven't given the stuff away so something like this pops up like there's two they get two two good reasons to do it one they get rid of some of the stuff that they have to get rid of yeah and b some of this stuff might appear in a fucking tv so, show for free Mm. This is. Uh, I'm not going to stray too far off. The, I'm not going to stray too far off topic, but um, I kind of just sent. I, I realized that afterwards, and I kind of because on Prop Talk, my other podcast, go check it out. We release bi-weekly. We just. Uh, oh, we just recorded an episode with Don Milovich, who he he did. Um, he did. Um, uh, Hateful Eight. Um, oh. I don't know if you know the prop world. The, I, I'm, I get so fucking sidetracked. But the prop <laughs> world, there's a famous story about that that yeah. Martin guitar getting oh, smashed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the person that's responsible for the guitar, and he tells the entire story front to back, and it's so amazing. No, prop talk's great. You really don't get too anti-Semitic in it, and I and I appreciate. I that. know this this one's a little bit more <laughs> off the rails. We don't get as drunk on that one. But anyways, we're trying to like that one has a lot more listeners than this one does. <laughs> wait, wait, I was something I was actually wondering again, not to get off topic. How many listeners do you get regularly on, on this, this one? Yeah. Um. Honestly, since we had a slow moment there where we weren't releasing as weekly, but we've been releasing weekly for like a good solid, like three or four months now. Yeah. I think thanks to Grant, actually you've single hand, not single handedly. Cause I, I have, have to no, be no, no. You can say it single handedly, yeah, 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 yeah. single handedly <laughs> save the show. It, it, uh, here's the thing. I don't want to call myself a hero. So you can go ahead and call me yeah. a hero. It, it, it was harder with Freddie and, and it was easy with Freddie when Freddie and Nick were living here because I could always be like, get out of your room and let's do the fucking yeah. podcast. Yeah. And it, even that was difficult sometimes, but <laughs> Bill was on like the first 40 episodes and then he started straying off because Bill goes through mm-hmm. a lot of emotional lulls that mm-hmm. get, yeah. life gets in the way and shit like that happens. And I understand and that's fine. When I kicked Freddie and Nick out, it became like, uh, well, <laughs> and I did a couple solo podcasts. Yeah. I don't like those as much because it's just me being like, Haha, ain't that funny? Yeah, okay. So then I was doing this the other day. <laughs> I've listened to Bill Burr's podcast, and I love Bill Burr. And he does that where I've like I've listened to two episodes. I'm like, I can't do any more of this. It's solo, <laughs> it, it can be. I mean, some people say they like the solo episodes, yeah. but like it can get hard sometimes. Right. And right. I I can talk when I have subjects and stuff. I want to talk as stories. I can definitely talk to you, but having somebody to bounce off is is way easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just isolated it started being isolated for a while to just my guests who i have and it would just be my one-on-one 
interviews with guests and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which was great. That get Greg Bilson came in for that one, which I think was the caveat to Prop Talk starting because I had Greg and a couple mm-hmm. other prop masters on here where it was just one-on-one me and them talking. And those ones are a lot more formal, I guess, and stuff like right. that. But Hello, good sir. It's a pleasure to see you on this fine yes. afternoon. Hello, owner of, of International... Yeah, he's been on this podcast. The guy who owns that big prop. <laughs> so he's a degenerate just like us. I'm just kidding. He is sober for 20 years, so I give him credit for that. <laughs> but, yeah, but he was a degenerate, though. Anyways, anyways, Prop Talk Podcast, I realize there's a lot of things, and I've been talking to Chris Call, the guy who uh-huh. Prop master I do it with who did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I've, and I've Winning Time amongst other things. He doesn't uh, remember me, but I've worked with all right. him. <laughs> About like we're trying to upgrade the the, the podcast and yeah. by doing that I think it's I mean it's good if I have the backing between them and they're buying stuff or getting promo for stuff to get so they're like oh what's the idea of getting video so that's why if you look around there's lights and like a DSLR setup and stuff like mm-hmm. that so I'm trying to show them that I can figure it out with hopes that we can either get the sponsorship and or donations to get three more DSLR cameras, a video switcher, and a technical director who can do the video switching in the room. But then also, that stuff will live here. So I can do (laughs) that for our podcast. Just a quick question. Where would the technical director sit? I'm guessing in that closet over there? Right here. (laughs) (laughs) No, it would be a different board about the size of this with a monitor. I would still do this. But they would do the video switching mm. and stuff like that. Because you could almost do the video thing if you had like a program. Just put them all on their own individual line. Go through and just like cut, 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 cut. Well, I want to do it in real time. See, I'm yeah. not going to oh. edit. The editing time, the post time is the one thing I'm not going to do. And that's yeah. why I said, it's like, enough. here's what I'm not going to do. I'll set it up. I can do all the technical stuff. I can do the lighting, stuff like that. But with a video switcher, you can set it up so... In real time, it's recording to this box, yeah. yep. and it's it's getting your video files. And I say I have four cameras set up, and I'm talking right now, so it's on one. But then you start talking, you just hit the button, and it just automatically does that. And it compiles yeah. it in real time, and it's already synced. It's already a file. So then, boom, you got your YouTube. You throw on your title sequence in the beginning, you're done. Boom. You know what I mean? And it's already in. And it's crazy. How, like At first, I was like, that's a pipe dream. And I started looking it up because like I went to video production like class in high school and stuff yeah. like that. And we had like we had like uh, your public access television studios yep. that we had where you had your board that's almost the size of this yeah, it's room. It's a big fucking board. That has your faders and your switcher uh-huh. and your stuff like that. I had the same thing. And yeah. it's and it's like $15,000 yep, or more. That's so old school, though. It's so old school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the version of that. <coughs> but... It's this big, and it has more capabilities now yeah. than that machine had. So I like thinking about it. I was like, "There's no way we can do that." You know what that takes? It takes this big switcher board and this. They have whole studios of that. It's now this big, and it's four hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, I was like, it makes not sense. including the monitor, but the yeah. monitor is two hundred bucks. I was like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like, because like what we were using in high school was already kind of antiquated, which was the reason we were able to get it in a high school. Yeah, and. You know, you look at like you know the first computer took up like two massive it's, rooms, this, and now it, it it all it did was basically what a, a calculator. What do. this Zoom board 
can is doing for us right now used to take up also the size of this table yep. to yeah. be able yep. to accomplish. And yeah. now it's just technology's crazy, man. It just gets cheaper and easier. So, dude, soon it's just going to be AI talking to each I other. Know. So, uh, again, <laughs> I have a joke I'd like to tell. Please <laughs> yes. tell me the joke. Exactly. <laughs> so again, I'm getting off topic, but in doing all the research, it's like, okay, yeah. what can we do? Okay, we need Sony uh, A6300 cameras, and we need a Black Magic switcher, and we need this. And I started thinking, it was like, maybe we like sponsors are coming through, and they're not doing anything right now. Oh yeah. So today, on like, I was like going through, and I was just like. Hey, who has a contact to Sure Mics? And then they're like, like Greg Bilson is like, I got one. I was like, well, fantastic. <laughs> and I set him up and I yeah. told him what the goal is. I was like, well, if we can get like, like these mics are good. Yeah. But they can be fantastic <laughs> yeah. for free. <laughs> yeah. mm. It's not Just for guess. free. And I must say, it's not for free. It's by plugging them into our podcast, which right. is. Totally reasonable. It's <laughs> yeah, a train. So we can upgrade the whole studio. You just have just to constantly be like, hey, Mikey, that's a fantastic mic you have over there. What is that? That's a Shure <laughs> MB7V. <laughs> you can get it yourself by visiting Shure. Or I think, that, or, or the main idea is also... <laughs> this, it's like, this sound quality is giving me a chubby. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it's like, what well, we're only... We're mostly interviewing big prop masters on that show. Yeah. yeah. If yep. they ever have to do a podcast scene, who are they going to call? This guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So right. it's like I, I can easily connect them to get their stuff in big movies and shit yeah. like that. Yep. So so that's the idea. Hopefully we can get a major studio upgrade soon. But, it's already a decent studio, but it mm-hmm. can always be better. But my question was, how many people do you have regularly listen to this? This podcast? This one. This one. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So sidetracked again. Dozens. Because uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Prop Talk dozens. gets... Prop Talk probably gets... A, Around a, 500 uh, per episode. Oh, that's not bad. No, yeah. Prop Talk gets... Yeah, it, it's it's growing too. But I think... If, that's why I say if we get Prop Talk on YouTube, mm-hmm. we might be able to get to the point where we might be able to monetize. You know oh, what I mean? I mean, oh. I think there's a lot of interest out there. Like a lot of people don't even realize like the whole... There's a whole department full of people... That make sure that actors have things to put in their hands. Yeah, I know. And and, and (laughs) it's just like with Instagram. How many times have you been to Instagram and you see clips from a podcast of like people talking all the time? And that's like you hear a clip that you like or whatever. If you have a visual of it, people are more likely to listen to you. So I think it's going to just jump up things and maybe. I mean, Two Bears does that all the time with like constantly seeing their their things. You listen to the Joe McHale episode? It's fantastic. No, I kind of jump around. I I personally, I like their episodes better when they're they have a guest on, like they had. um, uh, Adam Devine on, yeah, and that was I really liked that one. And then they had another one. Um, they just had one Joe McHale. That's what I'm saying. I, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> listened. To it. I, I kind nice. of like, I like them, but it's also like, I don't know. I, I'm not a big like Burt Kreischer fan. No, I like, I like yeah. Burt Kreischer and I like Tom Segura. I didn't realize they were so kind of like up Joe Rogan's ass. They used to be. They're not as much anymore. No, uh, Tom Segura moved out down to Texas because it's cheaper, and they don't like LA, though. <laughs> right, but that's but they, they, they ran off of Joe Rogan's. But Joe Rogan's yeah. trying to make that the new like comedian mecca of of, right. of the United States, which is working. like cool. I hope that works yeah. out. You know, because like I I've done the the stand up circuit out here in Los Angeles, and it fucking sucks. Yeah. To answer your question, though, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, right. What now, are we talking about? When, yeah, when we when we stopped, but Joe Rogan. <laughs> when we stopped and like we're, we were, I was releasing one like once a month or like mm. there were big breaks in between. When you come back, I would only average like I don't know thirty to mm. forty downloads, which 
I, I blame myself for that, but now... I blame you, too. We're closer to... Uh, um, so, so we break 100 sometimes. Really? 100. When we were wow. peak, at, at our peak was probably around two... I, I lied. When we were at our peak, it was 2,000 listens a week. But Wow. I'm you pretty, were, like, promoting it? You no, were, no, 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 oh. no. So there was this... <laughs> 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 kind of like the raffle. No, this was a big thing. And it so, no, no, no. This is a, this is a fun story. So it was like three years ago. Yeah. There was a thing in the Inner Circle Podcast Network. There was this like uh, app called Kyrie. Do you guys remember like? Uh, I don't remember much. I'm an alcoholic. I think I think it was called Kyrie. Or there's there was um like this this app where you if you walked they gave you walking coins or. Oh, yeah. Or Podcoin. It was Podcoin. There was this thing called Podcoin. But there was like also like a step coin. And like it was during that time where like people were like, all right, if you walk two miles, we'll give you 20 walking coins. And that coin's going to be worth $75,000 in three years. So hold on to it. Or no, there's like things you can spend them on, like Amazon gift cards and like, or or do we donate them to charity or whatever? So, um, but it was to get people to listen to certain things. Give charity. Well, yeah. So give give charity these totally useful coins. So (laughs) there was, there was, there was this app called Podcoin, and we all jumped on and did it. And then, um, we had like, you would submit each your new episodes to it every week to Mm. it. And, they'd look through and they'd add it as a bonus. Cause if, if you listen to new podcasts or podcasts in general for every, like, I don't know, for every like 30 minutes or something that you listen to, you get pod coins or 10 minutes, every 10 minutes you listen to you get. So people are like forced to do it. Okay. And then, yeah. and then they get pod coins. But if you were, if you submitted early to be on their top page, then they would, they would boost you and you could get double pod coins. But you have to email them to submit it every week when you release it. So otherwise, you just send that and you were single. But you would get twi- like times two pod coins if you listen to that one. We found a hack in the Inner Circle Podcast Network that if you emailed him and said, "Hey, can I get boosted to the top of the list?" Like because we would do the creator directly, like we get his email. Yeah. And he'd be like, "Yeah, why not?" And he just <laughs> we just did that every week. <laughs> so like the Inner Circle where you had the boosted episode, it would be like one. Failing Hollywood, two, Hood Diner, three, Plunge, <laughs> Simmons and Morton, it'd just be Inner Circle. <laughs> so we just got flooded with listens. And like they would get more points if they commented on stuff. So we were like getting so much like interaction and stuff like that. And people get we're getting a lot of comments stuff. that were just like comment. No, they were like <laughs> some like in depth. But I think like the comments weren't as crazy as you would think. Like we get like two thousand listens, but then it would be like, be like, oh man, we're really doing great in Bulgaria this week. We got <laughs> we got three hundred and twenty <laughs> listens in Bulgaria. <laughs> Hell yeah, what's going on in Bulgaria yeah. right now? Yeah, or be like, man, Georgia, the country, <laughs> <laughs> not blowing, the state. <laughs> we're really popular in Georgia, the country. The Balkans <laughs> love us. Yeah, so it'd be like nuts. But then we were like. Like I think there was some sort of computer generated to like build up these like coins to where I don't know how accurate a lot of these were, but it was awesome for us because we would see on our like our um our schematic when we go on to like Podbean and you'd see yeah. like your listeners and where they're from and now you're like oh man we're blowing the fuck up yeah so getting that it feels good to get that like two thousand a week listen or like within your first couple days so i guess that was when we were most popular but then 
that company went under real quick. (laughs) (laughs) It turns out that there is no money in these coins, and we have no idea what we actually are trading at this point. And we've just been giving away a bunch of Amazon gift cards. (laughs) (laughs) We've been giving away Amazon gift cards that actually have value? Yeah. Yeah. So needless to say, they went under, and then our listens went right back down to 100 to 200. (laughs) Uh, We did catch a little bit from that, because the alpha, we were getting like 250 a week, and then, I mean, there are... I used to seek out more um, interesting guests. We get it. Yes. <laughs> and now we're stuck less. with Peter. More or less. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I mean, I think that's the only reason the Inner Circle asked us to join them because they listened to an episode that we did with Britt Barron, who was like, it was Mark Marin's daughter from Glow and uh, the oh, yeah. show so she came in and she's gorgeous so <laughs> yeah so they they're like oh man they can get big actors and they come in and then we like had and, and, and now they're just, like no, it's grant. <laughs> now it's grant yeah we had we, we had like a string we had zach ass the the fat guy that was in jackass okay uh, yeah so he was named zach ass yeah that's where he goes by J- zach ass or whatever oh. we had him on had we ron had, jeremy we had right? ron jeremy on oh, wow. before before he was in trouble with yeah. all the stuff. None was of that there, stuff was out was, then. Was he there mentally? Uh, there's stories behind Honestly, that. Honestly, I've more, told it too many times on the podcast. I'll, I'll, I'd, um, be more, just, I'd be more interesting. When, when you talk to him, was he? were he, you like, oh, he's here or he was, not? He was not the entire drive up here because we had to pick him up and bring him, and it took a couple <laughs> tries. Uh, and he was out, <laughs> so and he showed no. up wearing two different Crocs. This is uh, a big no, that uh, big no. Yeah, but, <laughs> but no. once once yeah. the once the pod once we started the podcast, he was like, hey, 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 here we are. Like he was kind of there, but then when we shifted to like failing Hollywood show, like after the interview portion, and we wanted him to play along, it was just like, oh, did you hear what Stan Lee did this week or whatever? And he's like, oh, did I ever tell you about the time that I met? It was like, oh, no, God. we don't know you. <laughs> and he would, it would he would direct everything back to him. He's like, I Ooh. did a movie like that where my dick was eating everything. You know, it was like oh, I've <laughs> seen that. Movie and that movie's fucking awesome. Do not shit. With I, I forget what it's called, like the one-eyed monster or something yeah, like that. It's, wow. it's called something and, like and that. And it is. We watched the trailer so with bad, him, and he's, he was like, "Yep, it's one of my most proud." You know, but he really kinda, that's his most not a uh, Batgirls nine twelve like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he says his number is just as high as Gene Simmons, so I don't know. Anyways, he he went through, but it was difficult to get him in and then Sketchy. back. He had uh, I always tell people this because we had he had a couple condi- like he he came on the show for fifty dollars I think and but with two conditions we'd Wait, have to- you you guys are getting paid no they weren't <laughs> only him because we're like let's get Ron Jeremy on yeah we had to pick him up. And fifty dollars in a McNugget yeah, meal. You, you got a beer, dude. I don't know what you're <laughs> yeah. complaining his, about. His his manager told us you there's three conditions. You have to pick him up. You can't feed him like a gremlin or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's after midnight. Yes. Don't get him wet. And have pineapple juice to give him. Okay. So we did. Yes, <laughs> okay. and that was it. But yeah, it was an interesting thing. And then the ep- these were all almost back. All these. People we had on were almost back to back too. And now the him. now the inner circle podcast is looking at guys being like, "How can we fucking cut ties with these guys?" Yeah, well, trust me, they're imploding <laughs> on themselves. Anyway. I mean, no, the inner circle is fantastic. Everything's fine. They got out such here in great, great shows as the yeah. abusive stepdad, and <laughs> no, that one's good. They're, he's not one of the ones dropping like flies, but there are a lot of shows dropping like flies. So, uh, 
<laughs> here's what that went into. It's not that we can't still get those types of guests. It's that I became lazy. <laughs> well, yeah. It I mean, takes a lot of effort. Grant's there like every week, so <laughs> I we know. Well, and it's it hard takes when, a lot of effort. It's hard when we're working like 60 to 70 hours a week. No, yeah. it, it probably would. Be, like right mm. now, it probably would be easier uh, but the, the thing is i would do all the work and freddie and nick and bill just wouldn't and it, it was tough and it, it, a lot of times it's a numbers game because yeah, right, it's it's right. finding somebody like it started with like snake bitch was awesome and then we we're like let's get the five dollar knife guy on like the guest ideas were amazing and i was like i don't want the five dollar knife guy in my house <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i like, like him he's a nice guy they're like but well, i don't well, want him to know where i live we'll bring the van downtown and just bump him in i was like yeah i'm good on that yeah and we actually well we did reach out to him and he's like like, well, are you going to pay me? We're like, five dollars. We'll, we'll buy some five knives <laughs> off of you. There's four of us. That's four knives. Yeah. And then it was Snake Bitch, who's a regular now, which is great. But then it, it turned into like, oh, who else can we get? Let's get the most, uh, let's get the most like the famous uh, background actor in Hollywood, which we got him because that's. Oh, the, the guy with the glasses and the Jesse, curly hair. Yeah, Jesse I worked Hyman. with him on American Pie 9. Everyone was like, do you know who that is? I'm like, he's fucking background. I don't give, give a fuck. Yeah, Jesse <laughs> it Hyman. It was a shit show. Yeah, it's, it's this guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's this guy, yeah. He was nice <laughs> enough, but it was funny, too. He he. I gave him on the first day because we were doing – he played a high school student. He always does. And Every the, single thing. The, he told a great story when he was on Sp- the first Spider-Man movie about how he accidentally shit his pants when he was on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> You should go back and listen. Like the episode That's is kind good. of fantastic, even though he's interest. He's, we could definitely get him back. He's like, I would he, love to come back. But he talked about shitting, and then uh, what's the who played MJ on that? It was um, oh, uh, uh, Kristen Dunst. Chris was it Kristen Dunst? Yeah, I think it was Kristen Dunst yeah. about how she walked on the bus and she's like, it smells terrible in here. <laughs> like, and so he's funny. looking around like, who like, did oh, that? Yeah, it wasn't me. It was one of the crew guys. <laughs> no, he did one of the things where like I've seen a lot of background do this, uh, and uh, you can always tell like, oh, this is a background that's done this before. Where they pick a prop that a lot of people kind of turn down, where because it's like bulky or or goofy or uncomfortable or whatever, but they know it's going to get featured. And we, I was handed, I just had a shit ton of backpacks. We're shooting this high school sh- movie, yeah. And he wanted the backpack that had like clouds on it. And then every day he was like, "Can I get that backpack?" And it was to the point where I was like, "I mean, I just handed it out to that guy. Hey, come back over here. Give me that backpack. You're taking this red one. Okay, here you go. You get your cloud backpack. I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't care." Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He personality like you kind of realize why. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm wondering if we're ever going to ask him to come back. But <laughs> no, go ahead, shit on SAG right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. Get him, get him, get him. Shit now. on. I mean, SAG. he's a SAG actor. I, I did think about it. I was like, maybe you want to come back. But if he li- they always listen to the most previous episode. So if he listens to this, it's a, well, yeah, the next one he'll listen to. So no, I, I mean, he he was a great guy, and you could tell his penis was huge. He's very like, yeah. interesting. He's he was confident. <laughs> it's a confidence. He's very, it's a, he carries himself with a big He's penis a very confidence. interesting man. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we we had him on. We had Zach us on. We had Brit. We had uh, so we had like a line of like great guests. Mm. And I mean, some I guess I guess so next I mean next how, week we might have Jesse uh, uh, Jesse the Jesse, po- Jesse Posey who oh, he's mm. on a bunch of Netflix show, but he's not. I mean, he's a good friend, so he comes up. But I've stopped reaching out. And honestly, when I did, it was a numbers game, really. Like, And that's why it takes a lot of effort because it's just – it's about asking. 
If you yeah. ask, like right. they might do it. Or if you work with people on set, mm-hmm. um, sometimes, but you have to wait for the right moment. Like it's not, if you're working yeah. with it, like you can't just be like, hey, I got a podcast. You want to come by this weekend? Everyone loves hearing about that guy with a podcast on set, oh right? You have to wait for your right moment yeah. to like ask that. Like that's how I got Brit. She was on set. And I worked with her all of Glow, but when he, I did an independent movie and she mm-hmm. was there and she had lunch with us every day. So it was just like uh, talking about the podcast with Bill because Bill was on it too. And she's like, oh, you got a podcast? We're like, yeah, you should listen to it. They're like, oh, if you want to come on and hang out, she's like, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> well, cool. And she came And out. that's always the fine line when working with like actors, I found. Because like I did um, uh, Atypical, yeah. season four, and Jennifer Jason Lee's the mom in it. And she's very, like, you could tell her and, and Jason Rappaport, like, they were very professional. They were great. But you could tell they did not want to be there. Yeah. Which, like, season four. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I, I needed the paycheck. I didn't really want to be there either, you know. But um, Show business. She was very nice. You know, I had to give her her wedding ring every day. And she'd yeah. make the same joke where she was like, oh, my God, now we're married. And I was trying to come up with something original. But, like, I really wanted to talk to her about Hudsucker Proxy. Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Sam Raimi wrote. Uh, she star or she acted a lot, a lot of scenes alongside Bruce Campbell, and I really wanted to fucking talk to her about it, and it just never came up, and I wasn't gonna be that guy where I was like, "Hey, so like, uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, what was it like working with Bruce Campbell? Like, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> did you get to meet Sam Raimi yeah. with the Coen Brothers? Like, you know, you know, it's just annoying. Yeah, especially when you're in a professional setting. It's also, yeah. I mean, it's easy to send messages though. Like, that's super easy. And yeah. here's the thing: is like a. Working in the industry, you can find a lot of interconnection that can kind of connect you to people in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, Tommy Wiseau, I found him at a... I, I saw him. There is a couple people I did get. Like, there's somebody from Glow, like the real Glow in the 80s. Like, one of the girls from Glow, I found her at a convention, and she said she 100% come on, and oh, I just cool. never followed up. I still mm-hmm. have her contact card, actually. I just never followed up. And I was like... Well, we could save that for a rainy day, or like yeah. now that I told you, maybe you remind me, like, hey, let's get that glow girl on. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, uh, there's a character oh. that was based around her. Um, I asked Tommy Wiseau, and he was like, oh yeah, talk to my people. And then he acted <laughs> like it was too big for him, and I emailed them, and then they never replied. I was like, okay, no, 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 much no. Bigger you've people. heard, you've heard the Tommy Wiseau story about um, uh, Amoeba Records, right? What? Well, so he owns a complete distribution on his on the room, right? And I wanted to watch it before the disaster artist came out and i'd seen it before like way back in college but i I wanted to watch it it's not streaming anywhere obviously so i was like i'm gonna go find a dvd of it and i hit up a i hit up like target which i don't know why i thought it'd be at target finally i was like oh amoeba amoeba might have it went down to amoeba they had five copies of it i go to ring it up and the guy's like oh you're getting this he goes oh tommy just came in the other day and i was like he came in he goes yeah he he sells our DVDs to us directly of the of the. I was like, really? And was, it, it, the guy was explaining the whole thing where he comes in and goes, "Do you want to buy any DVDs?" And like, and like the whoever the manager is was like, "We'll check their computer and be like, oh, we only have two left." But like, yeah, we'll buy you know four copies of it because they have they were trying to have yeah x amount. And he just pulls up his briefcase and opens it up. And it's just full of DVDs, and like they, so he's selling DVDs door to door, essentially. Like, would you like to buy my DVD? It's so good. Mark's in it. Living the dream. Your dude. Tommy Wiseau <laughs> sounds a lot like Christopher Walken. <laughs> I, I, I haven't practiced the yeah. Tommy Wiseau. It's a particular accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he, I, I, I was like, he's going to be an easy get, and then he turns out he's not because he thinks he's big, bigger than he is. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But there's others like I, 
even just the other day, actually, I, I was this close. I used to have like an outline that I would send to everybody. I don't know where it went. And I, I got a maybe maybe one day I'll type something up. But like Paul Shear, for example, every Instagram post that he has maybe has like five comments or 10 comments. Uh, he only has like 20,000 followers. If I send him a message on Instagram, he's going to see it. I, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, I know that a lot of 30 people that are like us that follow him <laughs> and that I know 30 of my friends follow him, but it's only 20,000. So like there, he will see it. And then if you have like your lines of connections, like I think he's a potential guest because you'd be like, Oh, yeah. Hey, we work together on fresh off the boat. I'm a, a prop person. I do this podcast. It does this. I was also at your, your IA party. Do you want to come on and talk about SAG? There is a chance. I'm not saying it's a big chance that he's that's not doing anything right now. He's on tiny strike. Little chance that he might come out. Well, that's yeah. everybody. It's like yeah. everybody that we've hit up is like there's a chance, and some of them work out. And it's like I said, it's a numbers game. It's like you have to find the people who don't have crazy followers. That's like you don't go for Brad Pitt. <laughs> right, know? right. No, I don't know. He might come. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it, it works, and that's why I try. I think you are. You might be a better person because I feel like you would actually try to find some people. But then, like I said, after time went by, I just kind of like I stopped. I, I at got, that time I was blowing I'll, everybody. I'll message people on fucking Instagram. I, I message so many people. <laughs> you got I, comfortable. You stopped caring. I <laughs> showed up at some point there. Yeah, they were like, "Really? I don't care but, anymore. I'll take anybody." Yeah, I know. <laughs> Even declared him a co-host. I, I got called I a co-host today. Those whoa, those, those times out here. Those <laughs> those episodes though. Those go, those are the episodes that get like 450, 500 downloads. You know what right. I mean? And it's like, okay, cool. So they we're gonna do get like fifty. I'm here. We're gonna get what? Maybe 15 downloads. I think this is gonna uh, hurt our numbers. To this is gonna hurt 60. our numbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, tell your friends about this. I want to be permanent co-host. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like numbers up. That was one of the things. Like, because I've actually sent. Um, I feel bad. I forgot our uh, the the um the, your two writer friends. Uh, uh, oh, Will, Will, and um, Aaron Eisenberg. Yeah, I thought that was a great fucking episode. Oh yeah, and no, I've, I've sent that to like get... my family. I've yeah. sent that to a bunch of people. Like just listen, even just to be like, this is kind of this is a lot about what is happening with the writer strike. If like you have any thoughts about the writer strike, listen to this this episode and it'll answer a bunch of questions. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah no, I think, and that's why you're like, let's get some SAG people. Well, that's what I was thinking, but like you know. I I'll, mean, me- I'll message Paul Shear and say, I mean, maybe we shouldn't be talking so much about him on this episode because if he listens to one, he'll be like, "What the fuck is with these people? Why are they obsessed?" You know what I've heard about Paul Shear? Huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to be alone in a room with these guys. Yeah, he, Huge <laughs> penis, four giant testicles. He's amazing. <laughs> he's he's like he's. <laughs> His penis looks like the underside of a cat, a, a female cat, but instead of nipples, they're testicles. Oh, God. If that doesn't get him to come on the show, I don't know. God. <laughs> oh, see, rolling with rolling with my prop team got 112 downloads. Oh. Boom. Yeah, Boom. see, it's kind of all over the place right now. That was actually the best one in a while. Where's the... Where's the, the... 63 is uh, Will oh. and Aaron Eisenberg. I've sent that to a bunch of people, but like also like I've sent it to my mom like five times, and she goes, what's it called again? I'm like, I, just go through our text. 
Yeah. It's there five times. <laughs> yeah, here, let me let me jump. You go to the group text with the entire family. It's at least in there once. Let me jump to, oh, yeah, we've done so many of these. Um, <laughs> there's so many podcasts. Okay, yeah, so the pilot has 826 downloads. Wow, you have fallen so far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is all. See, this oh. is where this is where this is the this age is of the pod like, coin. <laughs> we're like, yeah, pod man, coins. we are raking it in <laughs> total. Re- but again, let's go back to how I single-handedly saved the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got forty views on. One. We got forty views on. One. <laughs> Crushing it, Grant. Dude. They're also. I say it's like it's. It's also. It's like how much effort I'm willing to put in. It's like right. if I make a graphic for it, it's gonna get more downloads. If I push it harder, it's gonna get more downloads. People are like, oh, look, a graphic. I I want to listen to that. Well, yeah, because if, if there's not a graphic, there's not a there's not an Instagram post. <laughs> right, 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 right. So then I because I post it there and then I post it on the Inner Circles page too. Uh, so it gets like a line of yeah, people are gonna check it out. People, yeah. but. There's a lot. There's other stuff I could do, but it's stuff like it's like it gets to be a full time job. It's like yeah, other podcasts like on your mom's house and stuff like that. They yeah. get the listens they have because there's somebody who had. They have a social media yeah. director. They yeah. also have a podcast director. They have a technical director. They have a producer yeah. and a board runner. Interesting they have somebody guests. Somebody doing interesting well. guests. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're not clamoring to get Peter on the show. No, no one is. No one is. Um, but I mean, like two bears, they've been. I've been noticing they've been doing a thing where like one of them will take a break and then they'll have a guest uh, co-host, which is like uh, I'm I'm seeing because they 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 tour full times. These are like full time comedians, you know. Obviously, there's going to be times where they're like, well, I can't podcast this week because I'm working, and like we're we're. If they're full time comedians, like we're full time yeah. industry people, these numbers are wrong though. Now that I'm looking at it though, um, because yeah, that's these numbers aren't right. They aren't because <laughs> I remember one of our most listened to ones was um, Ron Jeremy, and it's like at 150 right now. So uh, I, I also may have taken it down to change something because if you oh, take it down and reset. repost it, then it takes away uh, all your downloads that you got from it. So. Yeah, there's all that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe Paul Shear will reach out to him and see if he wants to come by and hang out. Paul Shear, We're buddies, you know. You Paul Shear, the most handsome man in Hollywood, as everyone says. Yeah, mm-hmm. is he a bachelor? Because he'd be very no. eligible. But yeah. he's not because he's a good man. He's a full. He's a. He's a. He's a devoted husband. Husband and father. And he could tell and us all about SAG. They can tell us all about that. Actually, that would that would be um, that's really what we wanted for. I got a bunch of questions too. Like like something I didn't realize until like they were talking about like oh how I mean it's interesting to think because like obviously like you know representatives are going should be in any any sense represented like people actually from your community. You know, a prop rep, uh, our prop representative should be a prop master. It would yeah. be weird if it was just like, oh, like the $5 knife guy was our prop rep. Like, that wouldn't make any fucking sense. Right. But, like, something I didn't know until recently, because all the talks about SAG and the um, president of SAG is Fran Drescher. Yeah, I know. From the, uh, the nanny. Like, which, <laughs> like, I absolutely fucking love. I yeah. think that's genius. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, well... Let's 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 in, in a couple of episodes when we insulate this one a little bit. 
bury the bury the one that Peter's on deep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, before you reach out to anyone credible, you want to make sure it's at least yeah. been three episodes. The next one's gonna on. have actors on it. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, oh, yeah. there are actors. That's Which yeah. I want to just say about Fran Drescher, I've, what I've heard, huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you guys want to talk about some TV and movie stuff? Oh, I oh. love talking about TV and movie. Wrong button. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know oh. if I've heard that noise before. That's all I have to say about that. Wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hold out of your butts, right? And it's good fucking Wrong button. <laughs> Here, can I just do it? Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. Oh, okay, ready? Do you guys want to talk about some TV and movie news? Yes. Hold on to your butt. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in. See, Paul Shears can be like, man, they do not. Have this is shit. a well oiled machine. <laughs> man. Yeah, but botched intro. <laughs> botched, in- botched segues into segments. <laughs> My God. <laughs> man, this, just everything's botched. This, 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 this is, is a professional co-host. organization I want to be part of. Yeah. <laughs> And we're going to let you all know about the SAG strike that's happening. I know we mentioned that it's all happening, but I got segway, or I got distracted and we changed subjects again. But, yeah, yeah. there's parties. <laughs> I didn't even finish talking about the tailgate party. But it happened, and it was fantastic, and there were giveaways. And Budweiser was there, and they made a banner that said, We love Mike Trudell and the Prop Masters. Dude, it was great. It, was, it actually felt like, a, it felt like a carnival without any of the rides. Like, yeah. like if, if the only people attending were carnies. Yeah. <laughs> they don't ride rides. It's, it's like a chef doesn't make good food for themselves. They don't <laughs> ride the rides. But uh, no, no, it was it was like um, actually, uh, you know, Paul Baker. Yeah, he reached out to me uh, the other day because I tried saying hi to him, and he got he was like I was waiting for him to finish his conversation that he was having with like some prop people, and then as I was like, hey, Paul, because I worked, I spent a whole month working with him in November on uh, Delacorte or or with um, Paul Shear. Uh, no, no, no. Um, uh, Paul Baker. Paul Baker. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the the too many Pauls. Yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Paul, Paul mm-hmm. Baker. He frames himself as the professional full time day player. He is, and everybody knows him. When you did the the Prop Masters Guild, uh, little um, intro. He did the intro. No, no, the Prop Masters Guild. Um, um, uh, we had the five different Prop Masters. I'm not sure what to even call that. It was awesome. It was really cool. Where like all like um oh the panel. The panel, yeah. Yeah, the panel at the Hollywood Heritage Museum. If they didn't specifically mention Paul Baker, I knew he was on at least three of those fucking movies. Oh, yeah. And I saw at least two pictures of him from two different prop masters. Yeah, he's... He's he's everywhere. Well, it's because he's a Paul Baker filmmaker. He he wants to be a... uh, he wants to be a director and a filmmaker, and he's type the type of guy. Mm. He's like, he's like, you want to get your film made? Yeah. Here's what you do: you you just gotta get on a plane, fly to Dubai, okay? <laughs> now you go to an American bar at American <laughs> hotel. You sit down and wait till somebody <laughs> sits next to you, and you start talking to them about their idea, and then they're gonna give you. Twelve million dollars to film it. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, is that it? <laughs> oh. But but he called me. He called me out of the blue because um, I wanted to say hi to him, just like chit chat. And then he was like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go talk to these guys over here. And I was like, oh, okay, man, I get it. Like, cause like I I kept running into a bunch of people I knew. Yeah. But he was like, oh, I didn't get a chance to say hi, and I just wanted to say hi. Yeah. So we talked for like half an hour on the phone. And it was oh, like nice. I was like like, and that was such a cool to me. That was the coolest thing about the whole. 
Like, yeah, I got a fucking Xbox and like I got yeah. drunk. <laughs> but <cool>. like <laughs> for things, free. <laughs> things I love. But yeah. um Anheuser Bush I guarantee I kind of don't want to be an alcoholic, but I've been hesitant. But I know if I hit him up and be like, hey, we do a podcast. You want to sponsor it? He'd just be like, I'll give you cases of beer every time. <laughs> like, yes. I don't know. But Give me kegs, maybe. <laughs> the, the thing I liked so much about the tailgate was like it really drove home the property sense of community that we have, which is to me like it, it, it's the favorite thing, my favorite thing about our specific little niche in this industry is like we really do have a great fucking sense of community and you hear about like other things where like you know set decorators kind of fight each other or like you know um different departments are kind of like oh i want to make sure i'm your guy and this person isn't like everyone just is so part of our life right in like a professional sense and then we work so much it becomes the line between professional professional and personal just kind of blends. Right. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Um, so TV and movie news. TV and oh yeah. I think you should play the clip again. Hold oh, on okay. to your butt. Hold on to your butt. <laughs> oh, now I know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in, baby. <laughs> Um, All right, what you got? Um, well, first off, uh, my brother joined Letterboxd, and he considers himself a movie guy now because oh. he's starting to go through it. And he's watching movies he's never <laughs> watched before for directors that he's never given a chance. For the first time, he watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He saw Grand oh. Budapest Hotel. Okay. Okay. He oh, watched Jojo one. Rabbit for the first time. I like that one. And then uh, with all those, all of the Mission Impossibles. So, <laughs> <laughs> It's, that's a pretty diverse plate, you know. He's yeah, got a good but taste. He, Letterbox good taste. is opening his world to like a lot of stuff, though. So it's. I mean, that's what happens with Letterbox. Is like, like I, I on Fourth of July, I watched Jaws while we were playing the Jaws board game, and then I was like, well, I have all the Jaws's on DVD, so we might as well watch Jaws two, Jaws three D, Jaws the Revenge. Well, my brother, he, he since he got Letterbox and he added me as a friend, he just goes, he goes, Mikey, your Letterbox makes you look like a crazy person. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's full of Nicolas Cage. It's all Nick Cage. I was, I was looking through yours, too, and then I was also like, I was like just clicking on what, because uh, you recently oh, you had me. Oh, and, you have my and then, and then you got your like, your like, your, like fucking uh, uh, thesis paper on on, on, on on seeking justice. Or like, I was like, all, right. all of them. The worst the movie, there's usually a longer thing. Oh, it's like, God. I mean, I, I take notes as I'm watching it, and it's it's so funny because I was on Failing Hollywood. I mean, not Failing. I, I'm on Failing Hollywood right now. I was on pl- The Plunge. <laughs> I was going to say, what fuck after we on? <laughs> I, I, I was on The Plunge right before you guys got here for their episode, and they were making fun of my letterbox, and they brought it up. And then Hunter on The Plunge, he's like, he's like I'm going to test you to make sure you know all these movies or whatever. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, all right, all right, here's what you wrote for this. He's like, I'm only going to read a line. Oh right, the magic book is really bad. And then I was like, "Season of the Witch." And he's like, <laughs> "Oh." Yeah. He's like, he's like, c- c- correct. <laughs> and then he's like, "All right, let's let's uh, let's do another one." And he goes, "All right." He's like, "Here's what you like." Well, turns out Nick Cage was dead the whole time, and I was like, "Drive angry." Yeah. And yeah. he goes. How the fuck do you? <laughs> I was like, I wrote them. Yeah. I watched them. This is my work. This Actually, my work. I want to say real quick um, Peter watched a bunch of these Nick Cage movies with yeah. me, and now we have this running joke where 
I mean, I compare every Nick Cage movie to Season of the Witch. Yeah. I'm like, that's like my gold standard for Nick Cage. That's like yeah. two, two seasons of The Witches. It's a two and a half star movie in, in my in my purview, you know? It's a two star movie, but it's 90 minutes. Yeah. So it gets a bonus half star. Yeah. That's how I rate all movies now. Yeah. Gravity I, I, gets you a bonus. I think just to give, like I said, I need to get, I know this has been a cla- palate cleanser, but I think we should go around because I, I, okay, my list of, of where is I see I can't even barely find it right now. <laughs> Found it. My list of movies to talk about and shows I've been watching. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Has gone on. I I guess I will just I have to add a couple more to this. Uh, you do it in the middle of the show. That's that's yeah. <laughs> that's the stuff that's gonna get Paul Sheer on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this one's just going right in the right in the trash. We're not gonna graphic. You messaged Paul Shear and he was like, he's like, I wasn't gonna be on the show, but I I liked how you stopped to like add some stuff to Letterbox. That really. <laughs> so you guys really love me. I don't think this one's not getting graphic. This, this is the only. Sh- this is the only episode in 164 episodes that we've talked about Paul Shear. <laughs> Paul, I swear to God. <laughs> It's not as bad as it seems. I think I think at the end of this, usually you make your little uh, pictures for the. We put just so he can see when he looks up. What we do is we take a picture of all three of us, and then we just Photoshop Paul Shear's face on top. Oh yeah, that's good. In the studio, okay. (laughs) Oh man, I don't know which one to go with. So I I just want to go around and talk about one thing we've all seen. Um, uh, Let's start with you. Oh, one thing I've seen, not Nick Cage. Um, uh, one thing that I saw that I really, really liked was Asteroid City. I have not seen that. Was it good? It's worth it. It was. I think it's one of the best um, Wes Anderson really? movies. It's. How's Riley? You just saw Grand Budapest Hotel for the first time. I think that was his first Wes Ooh. Anderson movie. That's a great one. But like this one, Life Aquatic, it's better than Life Aquatic. No, Life Aquatic always is always going to hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life Aquatic is one of my top five favorite movies. I love Life Aquatic. Also, in top five favorite is Ghostbusters. So I think it's just like the Bill Murray factor. Yeah, but (laughs) um, uh, no, it's very kind of tongue in cheek. The whole movie is about an event that happened in this place called Asteroid City. But it's about I know the story, but it's about a play about Asteroid City that's being put on TV. Uh, in 1950s, and it's about the creation of the play. Oh, it's about the yeah. play as it's happening, and then it's about like um, the stuff that's happening outside of the studio while the TV play. Like it's it's so self aware. Did, did you see it at the pop up that I created? No, I didn't. Oh, well, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically uh, didn't want to because I, I knew you worked. No. I haven't. Seen, I haven't done any construction jobs in forever. But since there's a strike going on, I got offered to do a construction job with a couple friends. Okay. With Matt Burns, who was here. Oh and yeah, yeah. Like that. And it was to build the Asteroid City pop up at an old AMC theater in Sunset Boulevard across the street from Laugh Factory. Oh, which would have been fucking dope. That's to actually work awesome. On. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, cool. it, was, it was awesome. Like when we built like like here we built like these little cabins. There and we built, uh, uh, put up this billboard. We just we built this whole backdrop with the stage Ooh, that they have here. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. a smaller scale down the, version. The, for the audience, it's the inside of the asteroid during their yes. their uh, award ceremony. And it's like little things so people can just take pictures. Like we built like the carts. Like when you come into the, this, uh, I wonder if there's actually pictures. I bet you if I just search pop up, there's also it. like the um, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but the opening trailer. Or the opening credits. Yeah, there it is. That's is it. 
um, you're following a train as it goes through the desert of this fake city. I built those. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah, that looks good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the whole thing was like one quarter sized miniatures that they actually had driving through the desert yeah. in, in Spain. They shot it all in Spain. Yeah, there it is. There's the little backdrop. We built all this. Nice. Yeah, so like it, it's kind of cool shit. Uh, but the movie, I wish I would have oh, yeah, watched the good. movie. <laughs> it was. It's a great movie. If you get a chance to see it in theaters, I highly recommend it. It was maybe. But if if, if you're into the Wes Anderson stuff, like because I, I know am. I know it's not for everybody, but like I I think it's one of his best. It's very Riley, stylized. Voted, it's very uh, funny. Grand Budapest Hotel very high. He loved oh, it. I I loved it. The whole. Um, he calls himself a cinephile now. He's like, he's like, I'm a movie person now. You've seen a Wes Anderson movie? You're a I cinephile. Think, I think like I've been trying to convince him to watch good movies forever. Here's the problem is like he's starting to watch good movies and he's like, oh my God, yes, they're amazing. I think I'm on this. And then he spun a wheel. He's like, well, let's see what, because since he watched Mission Impossibles, yeah. he's like, let's see what I'm going to do now. And it landed on the Fast and the Furious franchise. So I was no. like, well, you just trashed your whole Oh, Actually, I've been wanting to watch the Fast and Furious we gotta wait, wait. Okay, after Nick okay. Cage, I was gonna say I think we're gonna do because he was like maybe we'll do the Bourne series. I was like, okay, see, I gotta, I I like doing the actor thing because you yeah. pick like there's certain actors you can bust out in an episode, and then there's ones like you like, gotta wait and watch all their. I'm their almost interested if we yeah. did like a director. I think a director would be decent yeah. if we did like the next series like that. Like I think that could be cool. Like, yeah, Ridley Scott might be cool. Ridley Scott, yeah, we Scott we haven't even some... gotten to. I didn't realize Matchstick Men. Was a Ridley Scott movie yeah. with Nicolas Cage. I know. And I've been Sam saving Rockwell. it because I know it's going to be good. Oh, it's, yeah. it is. I've been saving it. Um, Ooh, movies, Peter. movies, movies. Uh, let's see. I, you or know, TV I saw, shows. We t- don't discriminate here. Well, you know, I saw, um, <laughs> I caught uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse 2. Um, I haven't seen it. I, really I said no see Nick it. Cage movies. <laughs> is he in the, is he in the uh, sequel? I don't know if he's in the sequel. Uh, no, not like Cameo. Um, it's. Uh, it's good. It was really good. It didn't to me. It didn't have the magic that the first one captured. Um, it's. I think it's partly because they were kind of uh, building up, building up for the third movie more. Whereas the first movie felt like they made that not not knowing if there would be a sequel. And I always know? think those work best where it's like a standalone movie yeah. where it's like this is the movie. Great movie though. Don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. The I mean, just the animation in it alone yeah. is worth going to see it. You know, if you're like at all interested in in animation, um, and more people should be. But I thought that you say poor people should be more people should oh. be. You know, but poor people should too. Poor people should be because uh, you know you only have so many dollars to spend and <laughs> spend them on animated <laughs> movies rather than live action ones. One man's opinion, you know, uh-huh. uh, from one poor to maybe the dozens of poor's that might be listening to this podcast now. <laughs> how, how many? Uh, how many uh, seasons of The Witch would you rate the it? Poor's. Uh, it's like a one and a half seasons of The Witch. You know, Ooh. good, good, solid, a solid <laughs> four stars. That's a four star movie. Well, solid four stars. <laughs> I yeah. listen to a lot of your mom's house or whatever. They always like talk. They're like, oh, yeah, the pores, the people who wash themselves with washcloths. <laughs> <laughs> Never like, heard of a new <laughs> what, what do they wash themselves with? Their hand. <laughs> oh. I mean, like, only, they're like, if I ever go into somebody's house and I see a washcloth in their shower. I know they're poor. <laughs> is it, isn't, <laughs> they're disgusting. Wait, wait. Wouldn't, wouldn't, 
washing yourself with a washcloth be a little bit more ritzier than washing yourself with your hands no, because dude, you have a tool so 20th century yeah dude. exactly <laughs> I, I wash myself with my hands but i got these coarse fucking hands i Just use the loofah the poofy ball thing this man's loaded. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it means French. I got you gonna take it a French bath or something? You <laughs> no. loofah. Well, this is also why the um, the audience can't see you, but Mikey's wearing a top hat, monocle. He's twirling a mustache. He's got a yeah. bag with a dollar sign on it. I'm assuming it's full of money. <laughs> That's the sound. <laughs> <laughs> he was late getting here because he was like, oh, I was just busy tying a woman to a railroad track. <laughs> <laughs> right before I charged her $200 and she passed go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Monop- but we could all agree the Monopoly man is a villain. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Same guy. That's all the same. It's, it's, that's, been, that's the whole game. You know, you're playing his game. Yeah. <laughs> You're playing his game. Okay, so I guess the movie I'll talk about. Oh, uh, fuck. It's still a tough one. Should we talk about the Flaming Hot Cheetos movie or The Idol? What's the Flaming I saw, Hot Cheetos I saw, movie? I saw the end of the Flaming Hot Cheetos movie. I was like, not interested. It's a, Okay, well, I guess we're going to talk about that. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, since he's seen a little bit about it. So there's, there's a movie directed by Eva Longoria. Okay. Uh, called the Flaming Hot Cheetos movie. I don't think it's actually called that. <laughs> oh, it's it's called Flaming Hot. Is it called Flaming Hot? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's. let's it's on it. Hulu, but I I can't watch it anymore because I canceled my Hulu. Let's see. It's called. Oh look, the Monopoly Man was right there. Did you guys see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, new there Hercule, he is. that's the new. That's the new. A haunting events. That's the new Hercule Perot. Oh man, Agatha and, Christie, and they got the Monopoly Man. That's, 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 that's Hercule Poirot, the most, the greatest detective in the literary flaming history. Lips, flaming, where's, where is it? I thought it was called Flaming Hot. There it is. Yeah, Flaming, flaming. Hot. Flaming, flaming Hot. Okay. Oh yeah, there he is. So the acting's not great in it. Yeah. Um, it's about the the janitor that used to work at Frito Lay's, <laughs> and and he was just like, oh. Mexicans want to have something with chili on it. He's like, we yeah. should make him hot. He just wants to build himself up. And he just calls the manager and he's like, hey, have you ever thought about making your, your Cheetos flaming hot? Well, I mean, they Brilliant. did it a little bit better in the movie. It's but got Tony Shalhoub in it. Yeah. yeah, it does. Monk, the dad from Mrs. the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. It, yeah, there he is. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's got the dude from the uh, the Allstate commercials. The The... Oh, the, the black guy? The black guy. Yeah, yeah he's from the all. This guy. He's from the All-State. It's like, you would have been better protected with the Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> or, is was also- or is it Capital One? Or is it- no, no, no. I think it's... um. I think it's All-State. I think he was He was also the president in uh, 24. Dennis Hahn. Oh, let, me see, let me see if we can find this real quick. It's it's important Dennis, stuff Dennis here. Hazeberg. Yeah. Dennis Hazeberg. Dennis Hazeberg. I gotta get the details I, I, right. You gotta get the details right. I think everyone just refers to him as the All-State guy. Yeah, it is all state. It is all state. Yeah, yeah. there it is. <laughs> yeah, he's in all the all state stuff. He's got a great voice. Oh shit! I, I guess it would make up. We've all seen them. The makeup artist. The makeup. The dedicated investor. Mr. Change your pants while driving. That's Multitasking so doubles your risk of an accident. <laughs> Do it a little less. And now Allstate will give you a bonus. Cash off your renewal bill. For this is Los Angeles. I want to see the real people. Like the uh, the masturbates in public. <laughs> it's time yeah, to make right. the world a better place to drive. That's Allstate, Stan. 
Are you in good the hands? Watching Madagascar That's 3. <laughs> Are you in good hands? The, the influencer talking on the, <laughs> the phone. Influencer, crying, actually, yeah, doing influencer. Actually, yeah, influencer. Apology yeah. video, doing an apology <laughs> video. He's driving. the high. Uh, as soon as he popped, I was like, That's all stink. <laughs> so he's in Dennis it. Dennis Haysburg. Like, yeah, and then um, what? Who's the guy? Who's the guy in it that uh, that? Is like the manager of the ground oh, floor that's always yelling at them. Yeah. He's like a comedian. Here we go. This guy, Mac Max Walsh. What has he been in? He's he's been in a. He's ton in of a stuff. lot of funny stuff. He's usually yeah. like the weird pervy dude. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's in Ted. He's in Veep. He's oh, in The, the Hangover. Hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. He's in that movie with uh, that. Uh, what is it? The the. the the fucking Donald Glover wrote like back in Mystery Team. Do you ever see that movie Mystery Team? You mean yeah. Mystery Men? Mystery Team. No. Donald Donald oh, it, it was oh, like it was oh, like oh, the oh. it was like the college humor movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually have Did you seen fuck that. this bread? Oh, you should watch you would love that movie. I I I know what you're talking about, actually. I've I've just never seen it. It's like a bunch of college kids yeah. that like never grew up mentally, but they're like oh, okay. three friends and they're like, We're the mystery team. They started like this like detective agency when they're but like it's college humor, right? It's college humor. Yeah. So well it, it, or it, it's the guys from College Humor. I don't think it's yeah. a college humor sponsored movie or they anything. Didn't, like they that. didn't like donate i don't know if they did i don't think so actually but they they all three wrote it together but all the people in our from college humor like dominic something uh man it must be here somewhere oh, how long ago was this it had to have been before i moved actually i think it was 2013 oh movie 43 yeah he's in a lot of stuff yeah no, no he's, he's everywhere oh, man it couldn't have been this far back i really want to find this movie now Hey, it was because Video I was in high school when it came out. Step Brothers. Uh, where's this movie? Okay, I don't care about any of this. Uh, he was in it though. Mystery Team. Yeah, but the, anyways, they they never they they don't grow up mentally. Two thousand nine. I was right. Uh, and they have a mystery like firm so they're like college kids like we'll solve your mystery okay. and then this little girl comes and she's like, can you find the people who killed my mom? And they're like. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they take it on. Oh my god, the movie's so fucking. It's just great. Excuse me, is this the principal's office? Come in, Jason. I am not Jason. I am Jason's father. Jason, take off the mustache. We meet again, old friend. <laughs> this is the better trailer. We're the mystery team. My name's Jason, the master of the sky. I'm Duncan, the boy genius. And I'm Charlie, the strongest kid in town. Ow! All we need is one big case before people start respecting us again, like they did when we were seven. People respect us. <laughs> Fuck yourselves! Faggots. Hi, are you the mystery This was 2009? <laughs> yeah. 2009. Several times. Can you find out who killed my parents? There we go. The mystery team doesn't solve murders. Are you kidding? What does it say on our sign? We'll also work for fruit roll-ups. The other sign. <laughs> Cops have to follow the rules. We only have to follow our own rules. Find the clues, solve the case, no comic books in bed. We need our rest. <laughs> we are mature and legitimate detectives. Oh, what the hell is that smell? I drank dog urine. <laughs> did we these, lose him? These two white guys look familiar. Oh, dude, did you fuck this bread? Hi, we'd like to buy some cocaine. 200 for an eight ball. Do we need eight? You know, 
Let's treat ourselves. <laughs> right. Let's get eight balls. Yeah. Looks like we've got a long night of cocaine ahead of us. Now, a real detective. I'm finishing this case. Hey, you guys want to get dry fucked? No, we're okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's a better. There's just there's so many good. <laughs> I don't know how I could sell this movie. There's so many good points. They're like, oh yeah, he owns the gentleman's club, so they dress up with like top hats. And they go to the gentleman's oh, club. And they're, they're like, hey, they're like, yes, we are the most gentlest of men <laughs> here <laughs> to enter your club. Did you watch this recently? No, it's been, it's, it's been like a while. So you just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> That's well, good, no, man. we were ta- we we're talking oh. about the, what that dude was in, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. What I was saying, the Flaming Hot Cheetos movie. Oh, right, right. I forgot that's what we were Flamin talking. Flaming Hot. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't very good, but uh, <laughs> uh, who knew that Eva Longoria was not the greatest director in the world? Mystery Team's way better than that. This movie, so yeah, you can watch a Flaming Hot Cheetos movie, and I guess you'll get this like heartfelt because they're like, oh, it's a true story about a. Mexican dude that worked as a janitor was like, "Hey, owner, I put yeah. chili powder on it, and now it's flaming hot, and Mexicans will love it." And he came over, and it turns out they did, and it did really well. Ranks to riches. Yeah, but it's still it's shot like a student film. This one's shot like a student film too, but at least the story's good, <laughs> <laughs> and it has classic. really funny moments. <laughs> That's like some classic 2009 humor right there. Oh, you it's know? so good. Not it's... safe. Not safe for humor now. It's so yeah. good. That's what I'm saying. Watch the. I have it on DVD. You can borrow it if you want. <laughs> All right. I actually might have to if it's yeah. not streaming anywhere. Which I had to buy in my hometown because it was the only place they were selling. Because they're like, oh my God, Manchester stuff. Which you still me. got my copies of. Uh, um, I know. I haven't watched them yet. I will. I will. I will. Let's light the Nick Cage candle. <laughs> we're gonna light the Nick Cage candle. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna light the Nick Cage candle because we're gonna we're gonna knock a couple off. We'll each get one. How's that? We get to. Put sure. One, add okay. one to the. Okay. Because how much time we got? Okay, we got a little bit of time actually. I thought we were thought we were a lot deeper than we were, and I'm probably gonna cut out the first trailer of that one and just leave the second <laughs> one. So, the so lies. Yeah, 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 no. Lies. I mean, we, we only watched one trailer, and it was for fantastic. the ten people listening to this there podcast. Was, you were listening to no, lies. There were no technical problems. <laughs> no. Just put the gun down, Mikey. <laughs> I'm telling them what you want me to say. <laughs> we're reading the script, Mikey. Quit brandishing the knife. <laughs> It's a teleprompter. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> you are not reading it. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. <laughs> Why am I echoing like that? <laughs> this is turning into a great little stage play, radio play. <laughs> yeah. Paul Shear's going to love this. Watch out. Here come the cops. <laughs> 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 and that's all I had to say about that. That's right. <laughs> Crushing it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Oh no! What happened? Oh, oh no! I guess we got to start from the beginning. All right, we're gonna start over. No, no, please don't, <laughs> please don't. I think I think we should rewatch all of the Nick. All right, Cage we're movies, starting with Drive Angry. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we want to put it? <laughs> Wait, did, did how do we okay. lose it? No, it's right here. It fixed it. Um, all right, so we're all gonna do just to. 
like I said, this is a palate cleanser episode, but we still want to knock a couple off because there is so many. <laughs> quite a few of them. Quite a few of them. Yeah. Um, and we have to have all seen them all. So uh, we'll I mean, what if three. we just start turning this into a segment at the end? We're like favorite Nicholas. I was thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, maybe we should start with uh, Peter. Yeah, Peter. Where? You know, uh, have we all seen adaptation? No. I'm sa- like I said, okay. I, there's okay. movies that I know are okay. good, and I'm saving them in between I because think you gotta just you just got to power three Snake Eyes. Um, uh, where's Snake Eyes? Oh uh, yes, yeah, yes. you've seen Snake Eyes, right? Yes, I did. Okay, um, so we can do that one. Snake Eyes. Okay, okay. Uh, um, hold on, hold on. Let me let me pull up my letterbox. I'm pulled up. Yeah, uh, uh, let me double check. Let me double check there. Oh, Peter's pulling up his letterbox too. Whoa! Letterboxes are go. This special episode of Failing Hollywood is brought to you by Letterbox. They're not paying us anything, but if you guys want to, <laughs> we'll use you as a sponsor. If you're not lettering those boxes, you're boxing wrong. Um, do you want to give the the quick uh, synopsis, or do you want me to? Yeah, give us um, the elevator pitch for the movie. Why don't you Why don't you give the quick synopsis? I feel like you got something teed up, or do, do you I've, not? Yeah, I got my whole thing. It's, <laughs> it's just, I mean, never a quick synopsis. <laughs> I mean, uh, I try to go, and a little, then Nicholas Cage walks into another. Room. I try uh, to go through it a little bit. So, uh, I, yeah, yeah. Movie opens in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Um, boxing event. Yes. Right? Um, All facts so yeah. far. He's trying to bet thousands on one fighter. Uh, he's a big gambler and a book. There's a weird scene where he, like, uh, roughs up some people. Uh, he takes uh, he takes money from Luis de Guzman um, mm-hmm. for security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's he's in that movie. Uh, he comes out to the floor, and he runs into Gary Sinise. Gary oh, fucking yeah. Sinise. Gary fucking Sinise, okay. um, who's running security at the event as like a... Uh, he's, for a he, senator. For a senator, yes, yes. So he's, he's doing military-grade... Yes. Um, Navy adjacent. Yes. Navy adjacent, yes. And, and, and Gary Sinise and Nick are close. Like, uh, he, he's... Brothers. Nick Cage is the... Go- no, he's, Nick Cage is the godfather of Gary Sinise's kid. And that's how Nicolas Cage gets invited to fight night! Into fight night. Well, fight Nick, night! Nick Cage... <laughs> Is also a a cop, so, crooked cop. So uh, yeah, yeah. So running through, like I said, this is all over the place. The way I'm writing it, I like the shooting already. Um, it's very one shot style with quick pans and the mm-hmm, action going mm-hmm. around in the audience yeah. uh, around Nick is very exciting. And it, uh, assassination happens, um, but see, I I type so quick that it it it's auto corrected to assassin. The nation. Mm. Oh, an assassin nation. <laughs> yes. Okay. That'd be like the United States. Have they made yes. that a movie? I think that's a great <laughs> yeah, fucking title right there. Title. Assassin Nation. That's the name of the yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be Paul Shear, please be on our podcast. We love you and you have a big dong. <laughs> big D Paul Shear. <laughs> so it happens uh, to the senator who is sitting just behind Nick. Uh, but Nick helps saves a woman that's in front of him, but then she takes off running. Uh, she mm-hmm. takes something, too. Um, I put, I think this may be a whodunit type of movie. <laughs> it is indeed a whodunit yeah. type wow, of movie. Wow, Mikey, you should be a detective. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gary Sinise was in charge of protecting the senator, but he left his post to chase this redhead that was running away. He starts blaming himself, but Nick convinces him to keep quiet. We're going to spin it. Don't worry. Yeah, to not indicate himself. Uh, <laughs> Nick stares <laughs> the 
stars detecting the case, starting with the fighter, which he found found out through the match through some his special detective skills. Um, and then he knew who the shot was fired. They lock fourteen thousand people in the stadium so they can question all of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, he's going by the book. He's going by the book. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch of various flashbacks that they find out five people were involved. Uh, Gary kills two people who are the accomplices, and then we find out in that moment that Gary Sinise is involved. Mm. This is like the beginning of Act Three. I, I this is very early in the movie. Actually, this is I don't even think this was this was like uh, less no, than halfway no, through the no, movie. No, no, this is this is uh well actually yeah well, no this is this, this is, is about extremely halfway. early. It's it about might, halfway. It might be halfway. This is, this is teeing this is teeing up in Act Two. It's it's not because like, then Gary Sinise that was one is of my hunting ish. down the woman. It's yes, a, he's hunting down the woman. Yeah. But then that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't like you don't have any like build up to like this is Gary's like he yeah. he's involved in any way. Mm-hmm. It's just like. The people meet and they're like, oh, hey, partner, let's go. And then he's like, boom, boom. Oh, I knew you would fuck it up. And then you're like, oh, okay. So I guess. This is the meat of no, Act 2. He didn't, this is, he this didn't, is he w- didn't even accuse them of fucking up. He accused them. He was basically like, oh, you got made. Necessary casualties. You got we made. Got, yeah, got, yeah, you uh, got made. She's, yeah. like, she's like, you guys got a plan for that? And he goes, I not one now. I like. Yeah. Yes. Because he doesn't want, he doesn't like what he has to do. Yeah. But he's he kills comrades. Do. Yes. Not the first time he's done it either. Yeah. Nick is after the other uh, accomplices that are still in the casino and dip, desperately trying to go, just the single accomplice, the girl, desperately trying to get out. Uh, Gary's after her too. She no, tries to hook up with Craig Feldpark. She's not yeah. an accomplice. <laughs> no, she she's isn't. a whistleblower. No, yeah. I know, but at the time that oh, I was oh, writing right, this right, review, it was yeah, in yeah, real okay. time. Yeah, so right. at <laughs> the time, you think she's an accomplice? They set it up. That's all I need. You need to right, you need right, to stick right. with us with the yeah. storyline. <laughs> 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 but then she 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 Craig Feldpark from Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that. he's the guy that's in love with the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who works at the grocery store? Yeah. yeah, the big fat guy. Yeah, she convinces him to take her back to his hotel room, <laughs> which she's missing her glasses, so she's half blind. Yeah, you, you know what he looks. Come on, <laughs> yeah. you can't be like, oh, you're not this round. Come yeah. on, let me feel your face. You don't feel fat. <laughs> it was the nineties. People yeah. were thinner back then. Yeah. Uh, Nick gets to her, which leads to more info. Oh, there's a big fight that breaks out where she like mm-hmm. tra- slaps him. She's like, oh, "How dare you try to hook up?" He's like, "You brought me back to my hotel room." <laughs> yeah. And then there was a whole freak out, but then Nick finds her, and this leads to more info. Uh, the whole uh, movie is pretty much a cat and mouse chase for more info. Um, they kill the person because the generals don't like what he's doing and. In the middle. This is the this is the assassination. This is the this the the assassination that Gary Sinise set up with the senator, right? Because he isn't going to promise to to he he, he's 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 questioning the data coming from this from uh, the girl from the rat rat, yeah yeah Yeah. this rathion type company. He doesn't believe her because he doesn't he he doesn't believe Gary's involved until Gary confronts Nick once he's found the truth. Gary tried to bribe Nick, but it doesn't work. Gary tracks Nick down and finds the girl anyways. Well, um, he gets the champ to beat the shit out of Nick Cage. Yep. Yeah. What? Yep. And that's third act. Yeah, he that gets, is third he act. Do, he, tracks, yep. he tracks down uh, Nicolas Cage, figures out Nicolas Cage knows, oh, tries right. bribing Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, sa- the he, dirty he, cop says, he, I'm not going to take for, a fucking bribe. First he appeals to Nicolas Cage, and he goes, He's like, that's the reason you were here. You were supposed to bring legitimacy to my yeah. false narrative. Yes. yes. Like, 
go along with this. Then, I've known you right. for so long. You are corrupt as shit. And Nicolas yes. Cage is like, I don't kill people. Yes. Yeah. But then they follow them him into a they follow both of them into a back area, yeah. which conveniently a police car smashes through the doors as Gary has a gun drawn. Um, and then it's over with the, the line that goes, "It's over. You got snake eyes." The house wins. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the famous. Mikey, what I love about you is you really know how to paint a picture. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a weird thing that you're just there like, oh no, we're made. Then a police car like skids out because there's a crazy storm outside. Yeah, there's, there's a hurricane. There's a hurricane. Happening. Actually, I think it's is it a police the police car skids out because like the globe falls that's on top off of the, of the thing building falls off yeah. and yeah. rolls up to them. Which yeah. is a recurring motif yeah. throughout the movie where they're like they're showing the globe to demonstrate the storm. The globe starts kind of falling off. Right. It's all happening in the background throughout yeah. the, the, the run of the yeah. movie. Which is which I think the most interesting thing about the characters, just speaking about the characters in general, Gary Sinise joined the Navy, and at one point when he's confronting Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage is like, I don't kill people. Gary Sinise is going like, yeah, when I was in the Navy, we were attacked in like um, Desert Storm, mm-hmm. and he had to like lock the bulkheads, sealing things. 30 men yeah. to oh, their death. Yeah, he tells a whole story about it. He tells it. a whole story about it, and he's okay with death now if he thinks it's justified. Yeah. Yes. In that moment, he changed. Nicholas Cage I is never... I 30 men to save 100. And and right now, Nicholas Cage is... And Gary Sinise is going like, I just killed one man because he thinks that this missile system is going to save millions. You don't millions. scrap a whole project because of a few bugs. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, he's like, hey, I'm going to save a lot of lives by doing mm-hmm. this, you know? Yeah. I, I My review is um, Nick states he's 35 in the movie, but he kind of looks 50. Uh, <laughs> I'm disappointed right off the bat because I thought this movie was about craps. It's not. <laughs> I really thought this was going to be a dice movie. <laughs> Would you, would you rate it? Would you rate it? Three would. stars. <laughs> I, movie is interesting, I guess. There's nothing super excited about it. The reveals feel a little early, leaving no room for speculation. Mm-hmm. I like Nick's over-the-top character in it. He has a couple Nick freak-out moments, which always gives me a couple extra points with it. <laughs> Overall, this movie was better than most of his. <laughs> Three, three stars is pretty, better than half. Yeah, three what's, stars. What's what's your opinion, Pete? Okay, uh, my review. Since this is your my, choice. My re, my review is a little different. A little different. Uh, a modernish noir, quick and punchy. <laughs> yeah, modernish. You know, it's old. Modernish noir, quick and punchy with lots of long takes. In this flick, the house always wins and crime doesn't pay. Yep, for too go. long. <laughs> Great cinema all wrapped up in under 90 minutes. Bonus half star for brevity. That's true. That's true. Great film. Four and a half stars. Whoa. That's Four. that's high. I, I went high on it. I went very high that's on high. it. I, I gave it a very high rating, yeah. Every time I watch this movie, I absolutely love it. I This is, to me, I mean, but I love those classic noir movies. And, and I wrote, this is a fantastic noir detective murder mystery set in 1990s Atlanta. De Palma's best movie. Atlantic City. Atlantic City. You got to fix that. Not Atlantis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But like this is uh, what you kind of brushed over or or maybe didn't even mention, but like they do a lot of long shots. I did mention that. Yeah. 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 But when they're doing the part where they're hunting down um, 
uh, they're chasing down the the woman in the hotel rooms. Yeah, they do some crazy fucking camera jibs where like the camera's looking at Gary Sinise listening to a door. The camera jibs up and then starts dollying no. through the yeah. rooms. I did. I like the cinematography yeah. and I appreciate it, especially during the murder scene because you have like the shots of like him and then it quicks to like there and it's like they're quick pans. They're like yeah. one shots and it looks really really cool. I I loved it. I think it's shot so cool. I think the acting is awesome. I love the way. You're hearing, I mean, but these are all classic elements in like a noir sort of movie where like you're hearing what he saw, what the detective saw, and then he's interviewing somebody and then you're piecing together the parts he didn't see with their story and all in flashbacks and these panning shots. I, I, I think it's amazing. I think it's, I think it's. I think th- that's not where I had problems. It's where I had problems with a lot of the story. Which it's just yeah. little elements of the story that kind of came up. They didn't lead. They didn't leave much to the imagination. Which I, I like no, when don't. you have a whodunit film. You need to have like, huh, huh, where they just revealed every. Like you need to have like this grand reveal that what? I don't. I don't think you necessarily need. Look at Columbo. Columbo, they would start off each episode. Columbo, is that a great? Is Columbo listen, the guy Columbo, wanna, the Columbo, Columbo series really we want to go to? Columbo right now? is Columbo is a classic detective TV series, and they would start off with each episode with the murderer committing the murder. You're following the murder as they're committing the murder. You're watching them commit the murder. You're watching right. them trying to hide their facts, and then the, for the rest of the episode, you're watching Columbo try and solve it. Like I don't think you necessarily need to have the big reveal. I disagree for a different reason, and I think I I think they do do that. I think. It the lead up is great. You don't know the death that Gary Sinise is about to go to at any point until the end. I until, mean, you know how until, crazy it is. Until but yeah. You until he shoots himself villain. in the chest. He it's revealed that he's willing to kill them, and when he gets caught, he kills himself. He was so a man at the end of his rope. Um, I think. I, so I think that's the, where I disagree is it's revealed at the rising action in the second act. That he is, in fact, the killer, but it's okay. not revealed before that. Before that, you think he's like this hero, and you, it's all yeah, very war much. Veteran, from, yeah. He's a war veteran, yeah. Nicholas Cage. Here's where I would be okay putting it: the top of B. Uh, no. Well, dude, that's a classic. It's a. It's it a, is not a classic. It is a classic. Uh, it 100 percent is not going it's, in S tier. It's, it's like, better it's, than it's, fucking Con Air. It's better. I think that's. I, I think that's 100 percent complete utter bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least as good as The Rock. It's at least as no, good as The Rock. It's not. If The Rock's up there. <laughs> it's really it, not. It's good, dude. There's, I've never met I think anybody it's who's like, the, hey, hey, it's better than the Groot. Nick, Nick it's better than the Groot's two. It's better than Face not. Off. It's better than uh, Birdie. It's, no. it's, I wouldn't say it's better than Spider-Man, but that's not really a Nick Cage movie. It's better than fucking Drive I mean, Angry, it's, that's okay. for fucking sure. You know nice what I'll give talent you? talent might also be a S-tier for where me, is too, it, though. It, that's where I'm at. I, I mean, yeah. I will agree with yeah. you. It's I gave better it four than and Drive half, Angry. I gave it four and a half stars. I, four and a half stars? That's a classic That's agree. a classic movie rating right there. Four and a half. I don't agree. Uh, I don't think the acting is 100% there. The story's not 100% there. I, I, like, could, I, I, could, I could Luis Guzman to... doesn't play as strong of a character. Like, you see him in the beginning, and then he barely ever shows up again. There's, but like, so many... No, there's, there's classic which ones, which noir. Ones, uh, no, it's not. There's he's the, he's which the drug ones? dealer. Oh, so he, yeah. You see him in the beginning with the money and but the, the thing. Like, but he creates the recurring motif of Nicolas Cage. There's so Cage. many plot holes in this movie. <laughs> I don't think there are. No, there really are, though. There really are. What is it? He never goes through the gambling thing again. Like, we never real t- really retouch up with that. He just, oh, now he's the, a... Like, this, at, at the beginning, you're led to believe that he's... The snake eyes comes from... Gary Sinise tells him, you got snake eyes. 
And then at the end, that's so Gary Sinise is actually the first person to say the yeah. line. You don't even you got know snake that eyes, he's the house like a wins. police officer until after all this happens. You're like, oh, I guess he's a police officer that hustles people and does he, things. You know, like, he's a police like, officer. Well, he, he's well, a crooked cop. Yeah. He's a crooked cop a who crooked finally cop, decides to turn good. Like, yeah, well, that's that's like, what's great about it. They I don't agree. I don't agree. I I even love like when he we does the shakedown for the the bookie. And he beats him up like right in the beginning and he chases him down and he gets that bloody fucking dollar. That's a reoccurring motif throughout the movie where he's like trying to give the bloody dollar to somebody and they're like, I don't want that fucking thing. You know? I, and then finally he's like, oh, I, I have to own up to this bloody dollar. I will split the difference with you and put it in front of Cruz to in A. I bring it up a complete letter grade. I would, oh my god, dude! It's better than Kick Ass. It's better. It's not than, better than Kick Ass. It's, oh my I god! It it's is. better than I, Con okay. Air. It's Rewatchability. Than Con Air. <laughs> I am never gonna see Snake Eyes again, and oh, never care should. to watch I've it seen again. This movie. I will watch Kick Ass anytime it comes I up. Think, I think Face what, Off. I will watch. What's the iconic prop dude. in fucking in Snake Eyes? None. <laughs> Diamond There's ring, maybe. Thing. Yeah. There's not even that many quotable <laughs> lines other than the house. Like, I mean, there's nothing. That's what I'm saying. If you ask somebody, okay, what's the biggest thing about what's the? Give me your top ten Nick Cage movies. I guarantee you, Snake Eyes is not on most of the people. Because I think it's to. wildly overlooked. It is. It is an underrated. I don't. Movie. I don't agree. I. I, I don't <laughs> think it's that great of a movie. I, I honestly. Think, I. Don't, I wouldn't put it in great. I would not. <laughs> I, I would definitely think, put it in. Easily I honestly in great. think it's the kind of movie you gotta watch twice. You gotta watch it twice because it's there's a lot. It's so dense. Even the end credits. I split the difference with even you. <laughs> even even the end credits. Where it just, I'm, I'm it, happy. I guess just, it's at least in great. It's, it's, I put it in A. It's, it's, it's way in better. No, than a it's got to go. It's, it's got to go higher. It's, it's got to go higher than Kickass. Period. Uh-uh. Uh. It, it's, <laughs> it's uh, not happening. Even the end credits are so dense. It. It's the whole time in the end credits. You see guys putting up columns. If I put it in front of Face Off, would you be happy? They're putting up columns. I mean, I think it should be above in front of I th- Face I Off. I think it should be above Con well, Air. Well, well, it should be. It's like, not going to be above Con Air. <laughs> it should I be think. Above Con Air. I think Con Air should be S tier. It a hundred percent will not be above that. Con, Con Air. Con, Con Air is a solid three and a half movie. I don't even want Pig where it is. <laughs> I, I think, think it should pig, be above Pig. Yeah, I, I, think, I, was, I, think, I liked this movie better than Pig. I don't think Pig should be where it is. Well, and also something we didn't talk about Snake Eyes is the whole reason that Gary Sinise also kind of brings. Nicholas I do love Cage. Gary Sinise. Oh, Gary Sinise is fucking phenomenal. But the one of the also the reasons he brings. I have emailed him to try to get him on the podcast. He didn't reply. Uh, <laughs> what Gary Sinise is going to come out here? Nick, uh, why don't you bring on Nick Cage? <laughs> now I got to write in another. <laughs> Hi Jackie, <laughs> uh, you should you should definitely fucking try to email Nicholas dude, Cage. <laughs> so wait, hold on, hold on. Let me just get this. So the end credits are just a slow push in on the construction crew building the 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 casino. That, by the way, repairing you, the you, casino, repairing the casino. You don't even know what's going on until it gets to the very like everyone's putting up these columns, and then it ends on this little signet ring or this emerald. That's in the columns, and it's the emerald that the chick was wearing that Gary Sinise capped in the head. And when, when cool, that's deep, dude. That is that's that, deep too. Yep, <laughs> that's his deep. emotions go from a hundred to zero to a hundred to. Z- I mean, you open the movie, and he's like, "Oh, look, I'm the badass," and he walks into the stadium, and he's just like, "Whoa!" 
yes and he's freaking could, the fuck out like all things yeah. and like he's on fucking crystal meth or something like that then this he might happens. be coked up i'm the yeah, smartest cop in in atlantic city right now you can't this is my case now <laughs> and that's everything you want no because he's t- trying to protect gary sinise that's Give what me he's a trying fucking, to do he's trying, he's to, trying to protect he gary even sinise. has like a jury di- uh, jurisdiction sort yeah. of like argument with another cop because he's, he's trying to protect well, gary sinise because sinise, gary sinise anticipated that in the room I just I just pushed it so much higher than you guys thought you could get. I am not giving you more. I'm sorry. All right. Well, uh, I'm here for one episode. I'm getting an executive. <laughs> it's going above pig. I won't push it. It's S classic. You don't. You know. Fine. It's not. Maybe not everyone's. But that's my executive. I don't. It's, I, it's I don't top, think you can it's top push it. I think we need to like. I, it's it, top of grade. I, you weren't going to put it to classic, but I don't think you should be able to use your executive to push to a classic. I, I I'm not. I'm not. I said that's what I'm saying. I, I, know, it's going, I know. I'm just saying. Like, it's you're going the only other great. person. Can we just set that rule now so set nobody? It, set it. I'm not all pushing right, it right. because classic I think I think be, that's not fair. Classic has. I'm to not going to push it to classic. I'm using my executive. It's going it, top it of grade. Me, it would drive me it's nuts. Going if, top of grade. I, I love Matt, but it would drive me nuts if Drive Angry was up in classic. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't think you can use. You know, I. To me, that's it. You know, you said I got an executive. I. I didn't push it to great. It's going above pig. It's above Con Air. I'm satisfied. There's That's a lot it. of these that are going to hurt. That's it. Me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's Not saying. I've been trying to put against. Like, was, what's the other rule we made last episode that you can't use your executive decision to demote somebody else's executive oh, well, decision? I wouldn't demote anyone. Oh. Yeah. Drive angry? I would demote that in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, maybe drive angry. <laughs> drive angry is pretty bad. Wait, where's drive angry at in this? In it's A. Great. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you are going to put snake eyes below drive angry? It was an executive <laughs> decision. <laughs> it was it was an executive decision made by one of our guests. Yeah, that's what this is done. And well, I feel like this should be a classic. And now. people, people, people have talked about. Hey, I just have to read. I, I wrote something because people have shat on the executive decision um, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. wrote a whole thing about it that I think I needed to say because people yeah, will bitch yeah. about this too. You got to get it out. Get it out. I have yeah. to get it out. All right. Here's why we have the executive decision. <laughs> Here's the reason. All right. We're not supposed to all we're not supposed to all like the same movies. We like different things in life and we have different interests, period. So on top of that, we look at movies differently. And to each of us what we find entertaining doesn't isn't what qualifies as a good movie, quote unquote. Um it's all dependent on the person watching it. This is half the reason I like to stir up debates about movies with people because it makes for good content. Yeah. Um, I like to find out what a certain people would find joy in and where they could find it uh, in a movie that I just can't. Um, the reason that we give each person... Th- th- which and is this. Eyes. Which and is snake this. eyes. Yes, and snake eyes. No, this, uh, the reason we give each person on this an executive decision is because... Um, if they feel the need to trump move one movie overall against all opinions to a movie, it means that that movie has resonated with a person more than anyone else in the room, which is what movies are meant to do. <laughs> and yeah. I think that means a lot. If it, Who if wrote it did, this, Gorbachev? No, I, yeah. <laughs> and for whatever reason alone, it deserves to be there. Uh, if that person thinks it should be against all fighting opinions, it should be there. 
And so that's and, the reason, and that's why we have that rule, and, ap- and that's it. Apropos right. to the movie Snake Eyes, sometimes you're the house, and, and, and sometimes <laughs> the house what? always wins. You know what? It's fine, and there's a reason I haven't used my executive decision yet, because you know what? Willy's Wonderland might be above Snake Eyes now, so you guys just <laughs> fucking wait. <laughs> you guys are pissing me off more and more. <laughs> And guess where Willie's Wonderland it might be end up? It's you a just wait. It's amazing. Oh, that's good. Grant, what movie do you want to go with? Um. Oh God. Uh. Well, I don't know. Should I just go? I'm trying to go down my list where we kind of left off. Uh, did we do Moonstruck? No. Have you seen Moonstruck? Yes. You've seen Moonstruck, right? Yeah. You watched it with us, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do Moonstruck. Okay. Uh, you should do the synopsis, because I don't want to do this. I, I didn't write a review for it, but I, Cher, I know what I want. If you didn't do the resu- <laughs> synopsis, Cher I'll is do a, it. This Cher, one's a quick one for me. <laughs> yeah. Cher is a uh, classic Italian New York woman. It takes place in New York City. It takes yeah. place in New York City. Not only New York woman, New York family, Italian oh, New it's, York it's family. Italian. Actually, it's As, funny. Cher's the only person that's not Italian in this movie. Is she not Italian? No. Interesting. She's oh, yeah. like uh she's like yes. Armenian or I forget somebody or, I was talking uh, to was like Oh, like or... Nick Cage is Italian. I was like, his last name's Coppola. Yeah. I was like, yes, he's, he's as, Italian. He's about as Italian as he gets, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Nicholas like, Cage has got Italian. some fucking deep family. <laughs> he's got some deep <laughs> ghetto Italian. <laughs> his in family him, but... is so Italian, they made the godfather. Like Sicilian <laughs> Italian yeah. to the bone. Cher yeah. <laughs> is proposed to yes. by her also, super Italian uh, boyfriend, but he doesn't kneel or have a ring because that's no. The Italian and she gives way, him a hard time apparently. because she's been married before. Yeah. Um. So he has to go away because his mother is is on is the dying verge of death. in Sicily. Yes. So he has to go to Sicily. Go to Sicily. The one thing he asks is, please invite my brother to the wedding. So she goes to meet the brother. Brother is played by. Nick Nicholas Cage. Cage. They're yeah. not on good terms. That's not that's on good it, terms. It's like they haven't talked in years. And, and he's a baker. He's a baker with <laughs> one hand. Oh, my one God. One wooden hand. One regular hand, one wooden hand. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> he's baking in the thing. that she, I lost my pride. I lost my hand. <laughs> Hold on. Bring me the big knife. I want to cut my throat so you can tell Johnny <laughs> on his wedding day. <laughs> Dude, when you meet him, that's a fucking classic scene. Anyways, oh my God. so they start- I lost my hand. I lost my bride. Johnny has his hand. Johnny has his bride. A <laughs> <laughs> lot of good, lot of good lines. Anyways, so Nicholas Cage and Cher meet. They um, start talking. They continue talking. They end up fucking. And then they have a torrid romance where they're like, what are we going to do? And um, it kind of it ends with them deciding to get married and the brother's kind of okay, okay. with it at the end. <laughs> Even yeah. though he That's shows up. Like, oh, yeah. you cheated on me with my brother? Ah, whatever. <laughs> no, he's upset, but then the then her family's like, you're still part of the family. And he goes, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh after, I'm not talking about that. After that, I lost my head. I love this man. He doesn't know it. He could never love anybody since he lost his hand and his girl. <laughs> and they they talk they like the the movie deals a lot with like relationships mm-hmm. and new relationships and old relationships and cheating and not cheating and oh yeah no because her right dad before, is cheating her right, mom is they're accused all of cheating yeah they're all cheating with right, the dad from Frasier. Right 
No, yeah, with the te- share like when he comes over, is like share makes dinner for him to try to like get him to come to the wedding, and then they like they're like fighting and stuff. Then they start like making out and shit, and then immediately go to the bed, like out of no, like okay, that's one issue I passionate had the makeup, yeah, and then he are, like, picks this her movie up. Was and he- good. I was like, okay, they're they're they're. Their chemistry is terrible. Yeah. They have no chemistry together whatsoever. Zero. Like, mm. so you never, like, when I watched it, I didn't, had no idea about this movie when I was watching it. So I had no idea this was going to happen. And they're fighting. They start making out. And then, like, as they get into bed, like, Nick Cage goes, what about Johnny? And she goes, you're mad at him. Just take it out at me. <laughs> and then they just continue <laughs> yeah, to yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Yeah, I didn't like this movie. They were just kind of, they were kind of okay with it. Uh, yeah, they asked, and here's my review on it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let's hear your a, an extremely New York Italian family movie. Uh, why do so many people in this movie uh, think? Why do so many people think this movie is good? It's just a movie filled with deception and cheating with no consequences. It seems like it romanticizes the worst part about a relationship and encouraged by the rest of the family. Yeah, because they're like, well, I think you guys are good together. It doesn't really yeah. matter. And so they're just like encouraging the cheating, okay. even though it's like, oh, Johnny don't care. Like, it won't matter. Um, I mean, the mom does it. The mom's like, when, when she first gets engaged, the mom's like, do you love him? And she goes, not really. And she goes, good. And then at the end, when they get they get engaged to Nicholas Cage, she goes, "Do you love him?" She goes, "With all my heart." And mom goes, "Oh, it's too bad." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the romance aspects were a little bit cringeworthy to me. Um, neither Nick nor Cher could really act, so that was a little bit painful to watch. And then I just finished it with I didn't really like this movie. How many stars did you give it? Two. Two. I gave it less than Snake Eyes. I gave it I gave it four <laughs> stars. What? And I said, Why do people like this movie? I don't get it. The I said, whole, I watched this on a plane ride in New Hampshire, and was like, "Well, what the maybe fuck is this? You, you watched it on the wrong format. <laughs> you watched no, it on the back I, uh, seat. There's no format." I, I said, "I said, Nicholas Cage and his little wooden hands steal the show. Cher isn't even Italian. Four stars." <laughs> That's your I, full that's, review. I, I, I got a, I got, I, I got a lot of. Uh, 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 reaction to it, like I thought things were funny. The romance stuff didn't really work for me, but like I, I could see why it's a it's a classic movie. It's considered a classic. movie. I don't understand why it's a classic movie. I think it's terrible. I don't think Cher should ever act in anything. Um, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, I didn't think she was that bad. Com- she's awful compared to like what the the witches of of Warwick. Come on, Johnny. <laughs> well, she's not fucking Italian. He's I, got his hand. I don't have my hand. It's like, I love that. I laugh so hard. That whole scene, I was like, okay, okay. If you just cut this movie just to this scene, like, yeah, I think we get it. You don't have a hand. I think that their romance is clunky and it detracts mm-hmm. from the movie. Um, I don't know. I would say it's an okay movie. It's okay. You know, it's. I would be okay with the. Okay I think it's. Section. I think it's an okay movie. I think it's better than National Treasure too, but uh, you know, I'd be uh, I'd put it at the bottom of decent. I would not. Okay. I mean, I could see it going up. I mean, it's not better than Mandy. I can't even. I can't even begin I to understand would, some of these put, some of these choices here. I would put it you know, above Mandy, but uh, <laughs> it's I not above Mandy. Would. I know you would. I didn't like Mandy I, at all. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> fucked up, but. <laughs> 
It was shot by. It felt like it was shot by somebody that's in film school that thinks they're being artsy, but really is just trying too hard. You're it's, a cinematographer. You think that many lens flares is okay in a movie <laughs> with a purple filter, dude? Come on. You're, the a, cinematography the, was the, the worst movie. part about the whole movie. For, actually, for that movie, it made no, sense. No, it does not. It made perfect oh, sense. Oh yeah, we're dude. out in the middle of the woods. Let's have 20 minutes of us cuddling and swimming in this lake. To, oh, and then let's fuck. Let's release fucking uh, Hellraiser's brother on his head and start doing crap. <laughs> yeah, come on. Oh, Mikey, you were really like, going to oh, hate. You were really going to hate when I dropped my my, my oh. executive decision. Oh, wait, yo, there's a I'm lot waiting. of movies to go in. You haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I know. I'm I don't waiting. care. Where do you want to put Moonstruck? I've been okay with where, I, where it's moved I so think, far. I, honestly, I think it's better than National Treasure. I think it's better than National. Oh, na- yeah, it's better than National Treasure. It's, uh, it's. That's it's, where you want to go. National Treasure is a forgettable movie. This yeah. is a movie that's still it's, gonna like. Yeah, it at, might at it, some point dude, be referenced in exactly in cinema it, along. It the will. Way. I, I'm not gonna take it away from you. It is one of those movies that everybody knows about, but whether like, you understand it or not. Like I, like Citizen Kane. I, I can look at Citizen Kane. I can right. understand. It's a boring I don't, I don't, ass movie. It's super yeah. fucking boring. But yes. I can appreciate. I know what, what I get it. Orson yes. Welles. You did know what it. movie's not? Snake Eyes. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say. So you got Snake Eyes. Uh, Monkey, you got Snake Eyes. All right. Is, are, are we cool with that? Air is that? I'm fine with okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you know it's it, it. While it may be forgettable, Nicolas Cage has some of his best lines in that movie. <laughs> it's got to you know. All right. It's in a Nick, in the Nicolas Cage a sphere universe, right. you know. It's, all right, it's all right. solid. All right, all right, it's all right. Solid. Um, the one I will go with, I'll, I'm gonna let because I, I, I'm just gonna see. I don't know what you've all watched, so I'm gonna put it between yeah. Running with the Devil, The Old Way, or Army of One. What have you all seen? I've seen both of those. Three. Uh, There's three of them I mentioned. I have not seen oh, any I of those. Seen, oh, actually, I've seen all three of them. I've Running not. with the Devil, The Old Way, Army of One. Wait, yeah. when did Running the, with the Devil come out? I haven't. Uh, 2019. Yeah, it was. It was no. right at the end of Nicolas Cage making bad movies. Lord I, of War. I've seen Lord of War. Yeah, I've I do. Seen, Lord of War. Is that War. one I want to do? Kill I, Chain. Have you guys all seen? Kill I Chain? haven't no. seen Kill Chain yet. No, um, I've seen Lord of War though. Yeah, we can talk about Lord of War. Let's do Lord either of that. Or do we want to do it good? Now, okay, let's do Lord of War. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. We already did one I, good. I, I, we already I, did one good I, I one know, with Snake Eyes. Well, <laughs> hold on, wait. Because this Lord of War is not... Actually, I, yeah. I, if we want to do a bad one, I'd rather do Bangkok Dangerous. Ooh, let's did do you guys Bangkok, all see yeah, Let's Bangkok do Bangkok Dangerous. Let's do Bangkok, <laughs> Bangkok <laughs> Dangerous. That one is awful. Well, well no, okay, no. It's awful, right. but in the best ways. Yeah. Okay. We, we, if we if we keep putting off the bad movies, we're just going to do like the last like episode of the Nicolas Cage is going to be like. <laughs> it's I just going to be just stock full of like. Okay. I just want to put it out F-D-F-F-D. there. This, just to put everybody's note on this, this is a Lionsgate film. So mm. I just want everybody to know, because that's at the beginning of my notes, this is a Lionsgate film. <laughs> this movie must have some money behind it, uh, which is surprising with a, with a name like Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> um, we start in Prague. Um, mm-hmm. Start with Nick in a fedora. Uh, he's voicing over about an assassin job, etc. Uh, yeah. he, he takes out a guy, interrogates him for some reason, goes through the rules of being a good assassin, yeah. yada, yada. Um, it's a build-up to his final rule, because they go through a bunch of bullshit, which leads him to um, take him out anyway. Uh, four hits. He has one last job that he has to do in Bangkok. 
and then he can get out of the business. Yeah. Forever. So he goes to Bangkok. <laughs> not a, not a, not a cliche it. at all. There we go. We're in Bangkok now. <laughs> it's yep, a Bangkok. Yep. Uh, he recru- he recruits a scummy dude that tries to rob him on the street. Which he always does. They kind of demonstrated that this is what he does. Yeah. And, Rescu- and, recruits the scummy guy and then kills him at the yeah. end of the job. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to miss him. Um, uh, which has access to a vehicle that's conveniently there. Um, he pulled off one of the assassins in the middle of the street. Hard to tell where he is when the job happens. A Thai biker gang jumps him. Uh, his accomplice because he he they jump his accomplice because of unpaid debts and they steal the case that Nick Cage has had. At this point, he's trying to train the assassin because he's like, "Oh, this scummy dude trying to sell watches has potential. Yeah, he could take over for me." Right. Um, and he has like bad English, so he's like, "You will help me take mm-hmm. out." The, and he starts <laughs> to open up the books and teach yeah. him kung fu and and. And how to use a gun and etc. Uh, he takes not right out. away. That's after he gets jumped on his way. I just yeah. mentioned that. Oh, okay. So you're, you're following. You're following. <laughs> he gets jumped, and he's like, yeah. "You could do the way." He has a bad accent in it. <laughs> um, there, he takes out an assassin in a pool. Oh no, he takes out a dude in a pool who's a human trafficker. He's a scummy dude. So slowly, we start to reveal yeah. that they're scummy dudes that they're taking out. He's like, "Oh, that is a human trafficker," because the Thai guy knows all mm. the scummy people that's around. Um, there's a lot of cultural inaccuracies, um, which just seem lazy to me. <laughs> like, so yeah. lazy. You're going to call it Bangkok Dangerous, and yes. you're not going to get anything right it was about clear, Thai? It was, it was clearly right. shot in Thailand, which yeah. like which hurts me a little bit, because I'm just a white guy that's noticing these uh, inaccuracies. So there's people that are Thai there that but are probably so noticing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And they're not catching it, which is really bothering me. Uh, he states in the beginning of the movie... Uh, not to have anyone close to him, um, yet he's trying to date this Thai chick. He's like, what yeah. are the first rules? You don't get close to it. And then he starts dating this Thai chick over there, right. um, which becomes like a big let. Uh, his employers are getting suspicion of Nick's accomplice and start to follow him, and Nick threatens to kill the employer's wife if they interfere again. So he starts to turn against the people, and then they're like, oh, no, there's like we got to make sure this guy doesn't end out. So the movie breaks the assassin rule. <laughs> um, I don't buy for a second that w- that Nick Cage is like this major trained assassin. Assassin. Uh, there are undertones uh, that he was hooked on heroin at some point, but they never really get super <laughs> into it. <laughs> uh, he requests heroin at the end, um, but ends up throwing it into a river. So. Well, he requests the heroin because that's what he uses to poison his assistant. His, yeah, but he's also they. He was a heroin yeah. addict at some point. I, I guess I missed that point, but I mean, they. That's what I'm saying. They there's a lot to, to miss it. in this movie. And they have like a little yeah. bit of flashbacks. <laughs> okay, one of my favorite parts about the movie: uh, the next assassination is planned uh, on the floating market, uh, oh, and the yeah. only the only reason I love this part is because. I've been to a floating mm. market in Thailand, and I would have loved to shoot on it. And it was my favorite place. And I was like, "Oh my god, everything looks so awesome!" And they definitely shot it. The scenery is beautiful. It looks super fun to film. Um, it does at least capture what Thailand is a little bit, <laughs> especially with like the heckling from people trying mm. to sell them stuff. So I did appreciate that. Um, 
the chase and the long tail boats are really cool with because that's what Thailand is. They have those giant propellers that you can stick out, yeah. and then they chop up the dude with it, and they cut that his was, hand that off. Was, that was the highlight of the movie. That's the highlight of the movie. The whole, the whole, the whole floating market chase yeah. with him like going through, and there's like they have like the bike riding alongside of it with the firing. Oh and yeah, then he, he gets up, he punches the guy off the bike. He gets on the bike, he rides the bike yeah. off like the ledge, jumps onto the guy's floating boat. Beats him up, takes his propeller, and chops his arm off. Yeah, yeah. which is like a twelve foot propeller that he has to just land perfectly. Um, Two guys try mugging Nick while he's on a date with his non girlfriend, um, and he makes that mistake. Of course, doesn't even try to hide it. His last target ends up being a good guy, um, which of course uh, is super predictable. And he's trying to help out the country. Of course, the employers. Uh, want to take everybody in Nick's circle out at this point, beginning with Nick's homemade uh, paint can bombs in his house. Turns very uh, <laughs> yeah. home, home alone, alone at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, then he goes to a warehouse, retrieves the students' big gun, uh, big gunfight breaks out. Kind of fun. Um, if these guys had a whole team of mercenaries to go after Nick, why did they need him in the first place uh, to do these hits? Yeah, that didn't make sense because they hire him and then they're like, we don't trust this guy. Yeah. And so then they start following him around and they start like fucking with him essentially, which like makes him have to kill them. Yeah. There's a part where he wedges grenades between a guy and a door, which blows his body in half. Oh, that was, that was the best part. The, <laughs> like the, the main henchman. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was such a lazy way to end the movie. Uh, the final sequence was super boring. Like I don't in the even car. remember. It yeah. was in the car. The oh, he shoots he, himself. He shoots himself. He like through, rides through, it in. He shoots the guy through his head. Through his the, head into yeah, the other guy. Yeah, the oh, main fuck. guy. How did I forget? Or he that? shoots the guy through the guy's head into his into, head. Yeah, it's something really stupid. Right, and roads in while there's like a standoff with everybody. It's yeah. really dumb. The the, yeah. the ending is the worst part of the movie. I'd forgotten all about that. Um, <laughs> um. So my I gave it. a What did I give it? Two and a half stars, actually. Oh, well, that, I gave it that because of all the shit that he's done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. where are we going to put it? I already have a, my review. I already have a soft spot for films shot in Thailand, so that Ooh. already gained a star for right, me just right. with that. Um, it bothers me that such a lucrative assassin works uh, this crazy of a job in Thailand but doesn't know a single Thai word. That bothered me a lot because <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. at least yeah. you have like these crazy assassins that know everything. He's like... Like, like he does everything in there, like, oh, come, cool cop. And then he just looks at him. Oh, he's like, goes, speak English. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> they said thank you. Like, it was like, it was like the Dude. thing. If, if you, if you guys went to Thailand, you would know how to say, Swatika or yeah, like, you would know how to say the basics like just, just how to say like just to show people you're not an they asshole. They said yeah. the <laughs> most basic thing to him. Yeah. He was like, I don't know what that means. It was like. They said thank you. They or said hello. yes. <laughs> like that was it. And you, you're like this world assassin that doesn't even who's staying in Thailand that doesn't know that. That's sticking out like a sore uh, he, thumb. Actually, something you kind of brushed over was Nicolas Cage's girlfriend in the movie is deaf. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and oh, and fuck. I he, forgot about that. he gets her mom or the the store owner because he's like kind of stalking her in the store, and he gets her to. Um, let the the deaf girl that he know that he wants to take her on a date. Then they go on a date, but he doesn't know sign language or ASL or anything right. like that. So they're basically sitting there for like an hour, just quietly by themselves. Yeah, and yet they somehow fall in love. Yeah, and 
to me, that was the most unbelievable part of the entire I know. movie. I, yeah. I, I've been watching 90 Day Fiance a lot. There's a situation that's almost mirrored to this. Less, minus <laughs> the it assassin did not part. work out. That is the assassin part. But anyways, <laughs> uh, the training scenes are such a lazy, are such lazily oh, choreographed. Yep, yep. It almost looks Lousy. like they play patty cake half the time. The only, I mean... I thought this was the worst choreography until I saw jujitsu, but then, uh, yeah, 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 they they one upped it there. Um, And then, and then they just try to do like in the montage, they just throw in them like, oh, here's a crazy workout montage. Let's have them doing push-ups, and that's it. Uh, I think they're going to the max. Yes, I think we're led to believe he will train his protege completely in a couple weeks to be a trained assassin. I feel like this is one of the first uh, movies where Nick Cage just really stops trying to be an actor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, he just stopped really putting it in there. He's just like, okay, they what must, do you want me to do? They must have shot this at the same time as next because he has the exact same shitty magician haircut. Yep. <laughs> and it's extremely and I, I think, distracting. I think this is also when they were trying to do the, uh, the test shoots for to see if he could play Superman. Oh, did he have the same haircut? Then? The same yeah. haircut. Oh, you can God. see he has the magician haircut just in this poster. It's yeah. so bad. Ending is lazy and kind of lame. Um, money wasn't great. There was some good action, but ultimately script was awful and the coordination was bad. So the only saving grace of this movie was the floating village fight and uh, yeah. and the door splitting in half body thing. Uh, I, I wrote... Um, Pretty boring for a movie called Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> Not bad gore effects. One and a half star. One I, and a half. All right. I would put yeah. it above score to settle. A hundred percent. I would put it above next, to be honest with you. Uh, I would. Uh, I thought ne- next left. They're me, pretty on par. They I, they're are pretty, pretty on, on par. par. I, I got more enjoyment out of next. I did too. I, I got Bangkok more. Dangerous. I got more enjoyment off out of Bangkok Dangerous. But ne- most... ne- next left me asking questions of like. I thought more about what, next. What could he so we could see in the future? But like then he saw all the way for yeah. like months in the yeah. future. But like yeah. he just had to have like sex with a woman to see that far in the future and, and ha- take a nap next to her or something. Yeah. Like, what, and how what does and how does the two minute into the future work? Like if he dies, like yeah. you can only see up to that two that minutes. And you then, okay, okay. Yeah. See where so what next you're telling, let me some no, questions. No, 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 no. But what you're telling me is at least I, I think that's a negative because <laughs> I think Bangkok Dangerous at least Listen, you didn't leave it. But, you're but like I get it they're both hard it to watch just... but next kept me coming back being like wait a minute I wait, can about... he, why is he seeing this now why, I thought about why, I thought about know? next more fair, than Bangkok Dangerous to be fair right when I was about to shut off Bangkok Dangerous the floating village scene happens <laughs> and I got brought right back in so <laughs> Um, I guess next I didn't sh- felt like I was going to shut it off at all the whole way. But I am okay with hard, putting it hard where, to watch. Next, it's definitely, I, definitely I, hard to watch. Yeah, next yeah. also had yeah. a terrible ending. So. Oh, I yeah. know. It yeah. negates the whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, the, never move, the whole movie couldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, but the only reason I'm going to say next is better than Bangkok Dangerous, it's the last Peter Falk movie. Fair. All right, we'll lock this in for right now. <laughs> Bringing it back to Columbo. Huh? Columbo. <laughs> so, what is it? You're you're locking your snake eyes. I'm in, locking, uh, dude. I'm locking it in, man. I'm locking it in. <laughs> I gotta. I, I'm only. I'm only here. You know, this one time. I gotta. That's I gotta, all right. I gotta, you I gotta know pick what? My battles. It's all right. We got. We got forty something. <laughs> no, no, we have probably, We have fifty <laughs> so something more movies to rank. Oh my God. And here's what. Here's here's the thing with your lock. You can lock it there. 
but we could still put stuff in front of it that are new. That, we that just, happened. We, we, that might happen. Oh, yeah. That yep, might happen. Yep, yep. You know, and might here's happen. A, and we 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 have a final go through, so we can shift a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not leaving the great tier. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah it's no, staying abo- and it's staying above Con Air. If, God if we damn all it. consecutively, we can all consecutively move stuff in front. We just can't move them from their area positions. All right, all right. Yeah, so that's 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 the deal. Putting so these rules in. Putting the, I think. I mean, you need I, them for this. You got like a thousand this. movies know, you got to review. I know <laughs> this is going to be the most ambitious list that we ever do because I know it's like I thought it was like okay. Eventually, I think we're going to do Brad Pitt. Which is that's another that's, huge. That's, it's a huge, huge one. one, but I think it's less ambitious. Oh, it's nothing compared to this, and and it's less <laughs> shitty movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some pretty shitty ones though. Like there's less range there. There's a well, lot. Yeah. Of and range that's the here. problem I'm having with this is like I'm 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 getting kind of burned out on like the movies that are available to stream. I've already spent maybe forty fifty dollars on like renting <laughs> Nicolas Cage movies. I don't want to pay any more to see Nicolas Cage movies, but also like like uh, 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 Red Rock West. We haven't even gotten to that. I had to buy that on DVD for $20 because it's out of fucking print and nobody's streaming it. I even went to Voodoo. I'm like, maybe we could just rent it. Or Amazon. And they're like, you can't rent it. <laughs> like, Wow. Have you seen Van Dolph? Oh, that's on. Uh, that's on one of. That's streaming. It is streaming. How about Deadfall? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. See, there's still some good ones. We got Trust. Do. Have you seen Trust? No, I haven't seen a lot of. That them. is streaming, and that is a. That's a good one. I've seen Seeking Justice. I've seen Kill Chain. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Outcast. I've seen. I've seen Outcast. Bringing out the de- Bringing out the Dead will be high. Yes, um, I think so. I've seen World Trade Center, Vampires Kiss. I haven't. These ones I'm saving. I've seen. All these in the bottom. I, th- I think two. you got to kind of like start sprinkling them in. Be like some good ones and some bad I ones. Know. Eventually, you're going to be left with just bad ones because. Well, I don't. I'm trying to. That's why I'm trying to save them. Because I haven't yeah. seen. Um, I haven't since since I was a kid. I haven't seen. Um, uh, this could happen to you. And I haven't seen Family Man. And both of those are not streaming anywhere unless you want to pay money for them. And I really don't want to pay money for them. Tr- is that Elijah Wood in Trust? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh. It, 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 I'm telling you. It's, it was, I actually That's really streaming? liked it. It's streaming, uh, it's streaming on a couple of services. I'll find it. <laughs> One of the ones where you got to pay for ads. It might be on Voodoo with ads. But, like, it's, it's really, I, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. All right. It was a All fun right. movie. Nicolas Cage, you get some real... Nicholas Cage. Yeah. And Elijah Wood is I think he was I actually love Elijah Wood. I think he was actually one of the producers on the movie. I guarantee it. Um but like he, it, he produces a lot of good horror now. It's it yeah. starts off real fun, it's kind of quirky, it gets like real it gets real like kind of involved and then at the end it gets real dark. All right. All right. Well, with that, uh thank you for tuning in for another episode of Failing Hollywood. We're going to blow out this candle. <laughs> this, this is going to be burnt out by the time we finish this circuit. Easily. Uh, Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for turning into another episode of Failing Hollywood. Uh, we're part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Uh, this is brought to you by Official Clothing, a clothing brand rooted in hip hop. Uh, go to ohfishl.com and you can get 25% off your first purchase by using promo code Hollywood during checkout. Uh, we're part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network with shows such as. My abusive and violent stepdad. <laughs> Angry Dad podcast. That's right. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Pl- the plunge, which I was on this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also check out uh, Untrained Eye, Ooh. which hopefully they'll they'll drop another episode. Go check out um, um, 
this is they're not part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network, but go check out the All Bros Podcast too. Uh, their movie review podcast. I did an episode with them also. Also, go check out how did this get made, starring Paul Shear. <laughs> check out anything. Yep. Paul Shear has a podcast too. Go check that out. It's, I it's called it's called How Did This Get Made. Let is him, it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, go check out How let, Did This Get Made. Let Paul we let Paul know we sent you over. Yeah, we think he's got a big dick. And he's yeah. a <laughs> huge dick. Or, or a normal-sized dick if he's not into he that He has to wear extra baggy pants. <laughs> oh, man. I will tell him to listen to this one. <laughs> he's got three <laughs> legs. Man, we really talked about you. You should come on. <laughs> Paul Tripod Shear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could also check out other episodes. Shout out to The Hood Diner. Check out The Hood Diner podcast. You can check them out. Uh there's also other ones, but I'm. That's everybody right now. That's good for good enough for now. Yeah, uh, we crushed until it. Until next week. <laughs>